<laughs> so that's your hands. Ready? Yep. And we're live. A Modern Hoops podcast to show the freshest opinion views on the world's most beautiful game. I'm your host, Greg. I'm here with the homies, Brian, TK, Leek. And we are back. How y'all feeling? I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not gonna lie. I literally just got off the road from a tournament. I am exhausted, but I'm happy to be back. This is what I love to do. So, hey, man, how we feeling? Well rested. Um, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't work weekends, so... And this is the one weekend I didn't have any extracurricular work either, so it's just been lying in my bed. That's good, that's good. Nah, same, man. Me and T been holding it down right chilling, here. Chilling, chilling. <laughs> I didn't have any games. I didn't have anywhere to go, any coaching, so... A free weekend for me, so it was definitely love being able to cool out. Watched a couple games that we had yesterday, so that's what's up. That's what's up, man. Uh, Keith, how you feeling? Keith is straight. All right, so let's get to it. League shut down. Forty-eight hours. League shut down. Um, after I wouldn't say after the shooting, but after the um the video was released. Um, of course, it takes time for things to circulate. Um, not as long as it took in the past, but definitely took time for it to circulate. But once it did, um, and being in Kenosha, Wisconsin, um, right there where Milwaukee is. Um, Multiple players on the team having their own run-ins with exactly, exactly. law enforcement. Mm-hmm. Um, we looked at a situation where um, they weren't comfortable with playing. Um, and that's rightfully so. Uh, we talked about how them coming back would look as a distraction, how they would want things to change. And up until, I would say, last week, essentially, um, there was still deliberation on if that was actually happening or not. Um, but they, did, they decided not to play. So one... I'm gonna get. I'm gonna play what they said. I'm gonna play what they said because we got it on the ox. I'm gonna play what they said um, in terms of why in the Buck statement, and then I'm gonna get y'all two cents. All right. So, so let me pull that on up. Law enforcement. 
We are calling for justice for Jacob Blake and demand the officers be held accountable. For this to occur, it is imperative for the Wisconsin State Legislature to reconvene after months of inaction and take up meaningful measures to address issues of police accountability, brutality, and criminal justice reform. We encourage all citizens to educate themselves, take peaceful and responsible action, and remember to vote on November 3rd on behalf of the Milwaukee Bucks. All right, y'all. Thoughts? That was George Hill and Sterling Brown talking. Um, what y'all take away from what they said? Y'all got it. I already had my Facebook ran. I'm going to come back. Wow, saving your stuff for Facebook now? Exactly. That's I didn't expect wild. to be That's here. Like, That's why. I didn't think I was going to be here. That's you why knew I you were going to be here. I really didn't. Wow. Shout out to my team, Team Richmond. Sorry, y'all said it. But, hey, we went 3-1. We lost. If we had won, I wouldn't be here. But, like, hey, look, I'm going to let y'all go. Let's, I'm going to keep it a buck with y'all. Brian was trying to do this pod without a leak. He was. He Group was, J bro. hit Wednesday. <laughs> All this bro. went down. No. And Brian was like, yo. We got to do it tonight. <laughs> After we already agreed on Sunday. Hey, in my defense, everything popped off that night. Let's not act like yeah. I didn't have a reason. Like, hey, man. We, but we had already agreed. But, hey, y'all we agreed. We let cool. things bake before. I, and here's the thing. I was cool. Yeah. Y'all said what? Y'all said Sunday. I was like, all right, cool. I won't be there. See y'all next week. But then everything popped off. I was like, hey, y'all, like, it's fresh right now. Let's talk about it right now. And y'all was like, cool. And I was like, all right, bet. I'll see y'all next week. So I had my Facebook rant. And now we're here. <laughs> Hey, now I'm here. So guess what? We at full strength. Let's get to this. Let's get back on subject because this is serious. I'm letting y'all go first because I've had my time. I said my piece already. I'm going to reiterate myself over again. Okay. So <laughs> I'll say I'm glad that Milwaukee took the stand that they did. Uh-huh. Um, I know at the time, I think right before, either right before they made that statement, they were on the phone with Wisconsin officials. So, I mean, I'm glad that they did realize that what they intended on, I think, happening as far as the platform they would be given, while it was presented to them, I think the message that they wanted to get across wasn't happening to the extent that they wanted prior to making this mm-hmm. announcement. Um, I just hope from this pause, what they set out to achieve is going to actually happen in the days coming forward. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it will be very performative in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know there was a lot of back and forth amongst the entire league um, about how to go about moving forward from this standpoint. And, I mean, it sounds like the two L.A. teams were the ones that were really saying, we don't need to go forward with this, which I wouldn't have been upset about. Mm-hmm. Because I think, honestly, the only way a change will really happen is if the owners of this are on board, right. not so much the players that are playing. They, I feel like, of course, the players want to make an impact. They want to make a change. We know that, but it's not just them. That right. can get it get it done. Right. TK? I mean, Leek mentioned it uh, is in terms of getting the ownership involved. Even Anthony Davis after the game last night had mentioned in one of his comments about holding the owners accountable to the changes that the players want to see. Right. So through and through when we talk about making these protests and having unity, there isn't exactly unity within the NBA because a lot of these owners don't even want to participate in this. And we even see this in the WNBA when we have like owners actively going against right. uh, movements like Black Lives Matter and, and uh, such and such. So it's, it's no shocker because at times I can only imagine as a player 
like if you're playing for the Houston Rockets and you knowingly owner uh, know you, that the owner of the team is in this kind of frame of mind that is systemically oppressing you, it's almost as if like yeah, like I don't want to play, like because this is this is protest, this is boycotting, yeah. this is exactly what it was. It wasn't a postponement of the playoffs. It wasn't like a natural disaster happened. It's people being upset about the state and the way that things are. So mm-hmm. I definitely think the owner take is more pressing than is the, the players. Yeah, than the player decision I was is sitting out. It's more like what are the owners even doing? Right. Because um, none of them have been openly vocal except like Mark Cuban, who is always openly vocal about everything. I would say one of the, the one and of Jeannie Bus and Jeannie Bus and Jeannie Bus. Yeah, one of the things I've listened to, Steve Ballmer as well. He's been pretty vocal. But it's 30, I don't want to get into a name game, but yeah, I understand but it's what you're thirty saying. teams. It's thirty like, teams. Why are we struggling then for we, three, four names? And yeah, and then we're also like trying to make sure. One, we're trying to make sure you don't leave anybody out. But then you're like, I'm not even sure what that guy thinks. You know, I'm not sure what this owner thinks, and that's the struggle. Um, some people are having. Um, George Hill says something that was probably the biggest the sentence out of the whole thing. He says, we are expected to play at a high level. Fans are expected for us to play at a high level, be the world-class basketball players we are. But for some reason, that standard has not been pressed upon our law enforcers and our lawmakers. What, what's really most important to us? You know, and he didn't go that far in saying, but that I mean, that's the thought process he's having. Like, what's really mo- most important to us? If you're expecting us to win an NBA championship, okay, we can do that. Well, we expect y'all to not want to shoot us every time you feel we're being non-complicit, or you just feel like I can not non-complicit, non-compliant, but I can do whatever I want to do on this day Without because any repercussion. Exactly. Exactly. I'm going to get cut if I shoot 20% from the field in 40 minutes. Yeah, but if you go out there and kill a black man, you get an administrator pay to leave. Right. Nate McMillan, I'm going to get fired from my job for losing in the playoffs with essentially three different teams with all major injuries versus probably the best player in one year and then two years. years. Like, Like, come on, bro. Like... But that that is the weight that is placed upon NBA players, NBA coaches, especially of those who are the minority. Mm-hmm. And then you look at this situation, and all we're asking for you is to reform. I mean, people have been finding the word defund and all of that, and, and we can go how you want to see it. The real thing is change. It's not necessarily about how much money you get or not. The real thing is about are you going to change the way this system works? Are you going to change the way we handle these moments so we don't always end up on the news shot, dead, paralyzed, you know, name after name after name. And so that I think that's the biggest thing I heard out of out of those two. And I appreciate hearing those two. You know, it wasn't Giannis. It, don't, it doesn't have to be your quote-unquote best player, yeah. um, always talking out. Like, George Hill has been vocal. He cares about this. And we've seen it from other teams. Jalen Brown. Um, I'm missing one. Uh, 
I'm missing a name. Something Maurice Harkless, I know, put out like a statement. Yeah, so so we um we we're used to seeing the NBA's best stand out, but I like the fact that players that aren't considered the all stars. Jalen Brown's been very vocal this entire time. Yeah, I just time. said like like names like that. I appreciate hearing that because then we know like this is not just a top heavy thing. We right. all it's feel this through, way yeah. through and through. So, um, I mean, just to piggyback off that, like. I think it's actually very important when you hear guys who aren't superstars in this uh, conversation. Because when you're talking about LeBron, James Harden, Chris Paul, like those are guys who are very recognizable. Right. Like they walk down the street and people see, that's LeBron James. Like, no offense, we're not going to treat him like a normal black man. Like Mm -hmm. he's LeBron James. He's James Harden. Like Sterling Brown, though, who had his run in with police. Right. Like. Thabo Cephalosha had, had his leg broke in like, the playoffs. Facts. Like, these are players who, like I said, a lot of people, if they saw them walking down the street, wouldn't recognize that's an NBA player. That's mm-hmm. a professional athlete. It's, oh, that's just another guy, another black man. Okay. And it's interesting that those are the type of players who normally end up in those type of situations. Like I said, we all know where I've stood on this whole process from the jump. I've said they shouldn't play. I'm kind of upset that they came back, in all honesty, because, like I said, when it happened and they took a stand, great. And truth be told, I actually like some of the things that they said they're going to hold the owners accountable to. Like I said, I love the idea of turning the um, arenas into election facilities. That would be great. That is an mm-hmm. amazing thing. That's an amazing accomplishment. I really hope they follow through on that because that's an amazing thing. Um, like I said, they talked about they're going to start doing advertisements for voting and things of that nature. All of that is well and good, and I really hope it all comes to fruition. But on the same token, once again, it always comes back to the spin of, like I said, they went into that meeting, and like I said, I'm, like I said, I know me and Leek were like going, like I said, we were like making uh, comments on Twitter, and like it was like the news coming out of that meeting was like so weird. It was like the first hour they went, it was like, yo, they might not come back. Like they yeah. seriously might not come back. And then it just right. slowly. And then an hour later, it was back. like. Hey, it's only LA. It's only the Lakers. It's only the Clippers. And then it was like an hour later. It's like, well, they just found out they might lose two hundred million dollars. Then it was like, oh yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna play again. Like going back to what we said from jump. What's the price? Like, and I said this in my rant. Like, you're gonna sacrifice if this is the stand y'all want to make. If this is the stand y'all are willing to make, you have to also be willing to sacrifice what comes along with that. Right. You have to be willing to sacrifice. A lot of money. You have to be willing to sacrifice. Some of y'all might sacrifice y'all livelihoods. And once again, I understand not everybody is ready to make that commitment. That's a very strong thing to ask somebody. Like, give up millions of dollars that you could potentially make. So I get it. That was the number it was said. Like, mm, like if they think, don't continue the playoffs. Like they were going. Like I said, the collective bargaining agreement was just going to be. It was done. It was over. So, I understand not everybody willing to make that commitment. But at some point, what's the stand you're willing to make? Because right now, it just feels like every time they throw the numbers out there and they start talking about money, everybody starts to back down again. Um, I thought when I saw, like, oh, they might not come back, all that in the third, I wasn't necessarily concerned of them not playing again. I felt like I felt like for the most part, they were going to play again. Mm. Um, whether I wanted them to or not, I felt like they were going to play again. Um. I definitely went into the mindset of saying, okay, this meeting is good. This is solid. Everyone's in the room. Everyone's accounted for. Mm. 
until and this is and <laughs> you you heard different parts, but until I started hearing that there's voices in the meeting that are counterintuitive to what they're trying to make happen. Pat Beverly. <laughs> it's also been said that his words were fabricated from the initial statement that was put out. I hope so. Yeah. Multiple players. Multiple players. Multiple players. Multiple players have said this. Yeah. I hope so. Yeah, on, their, the on, their Twitter, that, on their Twitter. Yeah, the I know. That was foul. That was yeah, the initial that, one was foul. Yeah, was, I know. But I was about to disown him, bro. It was like, it was um, one minute bigs on the Raptors, Chris Boucher, yeah. uh-huh. Zoo, um, Amir Coffee, and then one more player said, like, yeah, that was that was not true. Um, okay. I got to think. I don't think it was Mo Harkless because he wasn't in the bubble. All right. It was at least one other back. player. I was yeah, about to go yeah, somewhere yeah. else. I, made I, was sure. about to, I was about to ice I was this whole thing out. I was about to go to work. No, I woke up that morning and I read that tweet and I was like, no, Pat. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, don't, I was like don't tell me you said this to her, Pat. Don't. Because then they were like, Chris Paul, like a bunch of dudes just in an uproar. I was like, I, I think like, he didn't, he definitely, I'm sure, said something along the lines of, you know, like, his salary does generate hers, but it wasn't. It wasn't that egregious. It wasn't that it wasn't that yeah. aggressive. Like, okay, all right, all right. I don't think as men they would have let Pat just leave the room if if he really had said. I that. mean, for what they were saying, it sounded like some people was like ready to go at his neck, like they was ready to go at him. But like, like I said I think that was what the all I know is I'm, I'm glad. That they may or may that I'm glad it seems like that may not be true because I was about to ISO this yeah, whole game out. You was about to give me a I whole. I had to look at. That I was about to get a whole possession in, going to work like stuff like that. Hearing things like that bothered me because I was like, one, that shouldn't have got out. Yeah, that shouldn't have got out. I don't know if there's media in the room or not. I, I doubt there it's was. It's players hitting the media when they leave. Like, mm. but I know for a fact that should not have left that room. There's certain things, and we said that before, like between just friends. But when we're talking about a unified effort in terms of trying to build something further, things like that shouldn't be said, and things like that shouldn't get out. You never want to look like there's dissension mm-hmm. when you are supposed to be standing on a unified front. Yeah. Like, that's just not a good look to begin with. So... Glad you helped me with that league because we about to go somewhere. Nah, else. for sure. But for sure. stuff like that bothered me for sure. And then, um, I found the funniest thing. I mean, we talked about this before we started. Before we cut the cameras on, I, the funniest thing was definitely LeBron leaving the room and just calling Barack Obama. I thought that, that was. was the- I thought that was hilarious. I mean, it's hilarious. You know what I'm saying? Talking, I've never been a LeBron fan. But in that moment, I was a LeBron fan. Because that was a power move in and of itself. Like, you walked out of a room with billionaires. And you were like, I'm calling the former president. But didn't he also, wasn't it said that he left the room kind of on a temper tantrum type of vibe? I mean, that yeah, wouldn't shock me like, Because people weren't like... Going with because I I think Stephen A had said it yep. like they had had like a whole meeting everybody had talking out of the nowhere Brown's talking for like an extra fifteen minutes unwarranted and then he ends up walking off so when I heard that I was like yo that is very boss like being able to be like I'm gonna call Barack but I'm just wondering is it kind of on some y'all didn't want to listen to me it was already said a lot of players were in that room like yo Brown this is not like the mid two thousands like <laughs> right. we're not just gonna like bow down to you i mean like i said that wouldn't surprise me at all that would seem very much in lebron's nature and but w- the fact that you have barack obama like 
<laughs> just in your phone, like I can call. I mean, no, that's, that's super lit. That's super lit. But this sounds it. It gives me the same vibes of not the exact same vibes, but remember when everybody was like, "Oh, like Kyrie got mad one night, so he called Bron, like, hey, dude, like you were right, like I'm sorry, like." That's like I feel like Bron's calling on some yo, like these young dudes aren't listening to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Except he called Obama. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because he knew Obama was on gas his head. Yeah. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with that. All I know is I thought that was hilarious. I'm like the fact that this man could just press one, <laughs> <laughs> get the get the president, on, the former president on the line. I thought that was hilarious. It's, isn't this the same dude when like? The whole Drake push a T beef happened. Drake called Brown. Brown was like, "I'll never be disappointed." I, I would, I would, he definitely did. I would never. And Drake was be. like, "Did I let you down?" No, <laughs> oh, you can never let me down. So, I can only imagine what his phone calls sound like in times of need, bro. I can only wow. imagine. Oh, wow. Hey, that's funny. <laughs> Barack, did I fail you? <laughs> You can never be a failure. You can never <laughs> let me down, Brian. Nah, man. Oh man, I, I wasn't really I feeling so that. I, I wasn't, wasn't feeling honestly. Like, if gonna be getting serious, I wasn't feeling the Barack Obama call, call because, mind you, this is when it was the report was that the two LA teams didn't uh, want to play. play again, right? right? Yeah, exactly. And then I feel like one of the people who was playing like for something the most were like a legacy on lines, LeBron. Like yeah. he was part of the reason the bubble even initially got started. started. Like right. mind you, Pat Bev said itself, like man, stop tripping. If Bron said we playing, we playing. Like Facts. he Facts. does have that kind of influence in the league. I honestly think that like maybe he was upset. I don't know what he was upset about, or maybe just the instability of it all. But he was gonna do. He wanted to keep the league like together. Right. He wanted to still play. I think you call uh, former President Barack Obama. I think he only has one diplomatic answer to say. Like and he vote. wouldn't. He wouldn't Keep out. The vote. He wouldn't outright say like, "No, you guys, you guys shouldn't play" or nothing like that. Barack wanted to see the finals too. <laughs> and facts, but like just like being like politically correct, that's the only answer you can give Bron. I feel like that validated the league should stay on. Mm. Like, oh, Barack said the league should stay on. So, like, even if LeBron was like leaning towards not playing, calling Barack was probably like, yeah, man, you need to play. I think Bron wanted to play. I didn't think he wanted to look like he was forcing everybody to keep playing or something like that. Okay. I thought I could see that. I could definitely see that. Um, I don't know if he did it consciously. It was more like a back channel of some sort. Like, just kind of like. That's just what it looks like. Barack, I need you to tell these guys. And it didn't even have to be like verbal, but like, you know, you're going to call Barack. You know what he's going to tell you. That's what I'm saying. Mm, I feel you. But the fact that you reached out and got him to say it, (laughs) like, you knew he was going to say it regardless. I feel you. I feel you. And like League mentioned before, a lot of players were turned off to LeBron because of that 15 minute uh, monologue he gave. Um, It's a rant. It was a rant. That's what they call it. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what it was. Um, but maybe um, a six-minute rant, and the rest we just talking about how we need to do better. Hey man, we say hey, we listen to Leak talk about the mid-range for twelve <laughs> minutes. I think. <laughs> and look at the playoffs. You know, you the mid-range. <laughs> people dominating the game with the mid-range. But um, players being turned off by LeBron because it felt like LeBron's stuff was all long-term res- um, answers. 
Yeah. And a Vote. lot of these and a lot of these young players are like, yo, yo. Invest we, in the communities. Like long term things you need to do. Yeah. But like, nah, we trying to get stuff shaking a little quicker. Right. And so I think it was a it was a meeting of two generations a little bit. Absolutely. Jalen Brown is a is a super smart now, person. Bro. Like now, yeah. the, but he's also a now guy. Um and then you have a guy like LeBron who is super smart, but he's looking at it in a from a different lens. And I think that's where Going back to the What's the Price episode, that's where we have those two generations clashing, trying to get to the same goal. Um, so I'm once again, I stand with the players. I stand with um, any decision that they make um, because I think they, no matter if they play or not, they're going to use their platform. They're going to use their resources to better the situation. Are the owners going to do that? That's yet to be seen. Is the channels and the networks going to do that? That's yet to be seen. They've been talking about like there's going to be more advertisements, yeah, along with the advertisement already for the voting in the arenas. Um, so yeah, and for people who say that the NBA is turning into a political organization, it's not. This is not politics. This is not <laughs> politics. This is a humanitarian issue. <laughs> Thank you. Like if I said like uh you know feed the starving children nobody's gonna be like wait a minute what about the healthy children we're not worried about them right now it's kids that's starving fact that's humanitarian but like somebody says black lives matter and now we're talking about politics that because they profit off the back of us affecting the economy let's shut down the economy fellas they should have set out <laughs> i wanted them to i wanted them to but man. if it would have been 200 mil they lost i can't be mad i'm not mad either i'm not mad either so <laughs> Once again, I'm firmly on the seat that they shouldn't play. But I want to clarify this statement. Me saying they shouldn't play isn't me saying like they should just like not play basketball and do nothing. Me saying they shouldn't play is me saying they should not play basketball for the NBA owners. And they should. Julie's Goodman's. Y'all should have linked up. I had a super duper AU bone. Like, that's me saying, super like, yo, if y'all aren't going to support us in this, if y'all are only going to use us as entertainment, we're going we're gonna to market ourselves now. Mm. Like, we're done with this. We're done being, I'm going to say it, the minstrel show. Like, we're going to start our own league. We're going to promote. Like I said, I'm looking up here, like, all the players. Players that have made the most money in their NBA contract. And this is just contracts. We're not even talking endorsements, anything like that. Mm. Kevin Garnett, $334 million. Yep. LeBron James, $300 million, essentially. Shaq, $286 million. Chris Paul, $260 million. Dirk Nowinski, $250 million. Don't tell me Dirk Nowinski wouldn't get money. Have y'all seen his wife? I see anyway. that, that aluminum plate he be bringing in yeah. in the game day. That's right, 120 yeah. left. Yeah. I didn't bro. know his wife was black. I ain't know Brown's going to shoot that type of shot, guys. I'm just saying. Nah, when he's in the All-Star <laughs> game, appreciate it, appreciate it. I'm like, okay, Dirk. Going up to the American Airlines for leftovers. <laughs> Carmelo Anthony, $248 million. Tim Duncan, $240 million. Dwight Howard, $240 million. Like, that's over a billion dollars between seven people right there. And mind you, these the companies like Nike, these blah, 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 they're going to end up backing your investment because you are their their product, essentially. Like, they're that's how they generate revenue. And once it's again, through you. So if you're going to take your league and your talent somewhere else, they have no choice but to follow. Or, like I said, they can choose not to. And once again, we're marketing ourselves now. Lump this. If y'all aren't going to support us in this, if y'all aren't going to make the changes, and this is why, I, and this is why I, gotta, I keep getting upset with people who keep talking about, like, oh, they just 
them not playing doesn't matter. It's going to happen anyway. Only thing that can change is voting. Yes, I totally agree. Voting is the best way to change it. Absolutely. But with that being said, guess who is the people that make sure votes happen? It's these companies. It's these super PACs, the politicians. Where do you think politicians get their money from? All that fundraising comes from these organizations, comes from these businesses. So if you start hurting Nike's bottom line, if you start hurting Disney's bottom line, if you start hurting ESPN's bottom line, you cannot tell me at some point they're going to go, man, we can't afford to lose all of this money. And here's the thing, like, this is the thing that was really upsetting about the whole thing when the league shut down 40 hours. MLB did it too. The MLB didn't play that night. Yeah. It wasn't just basketball. Right. And this is, like, everybody stopped. And that's the thing. I felt like the NBA, who we have all acknowledged, is probably the most progressive of all these sports. And, and influential. And, and influential. influential. Yeah. If the NBA had finally said, we are taking the stand, we're done. I mean, you, they have the track record. Like, boom, corona. NBA shuts down first. Everybody follows suit. Boom, this time with the protests, uh, the boycott. The NBA players sat down first. Everybody follows follow. suit. Down to tennis. And I feel like if they had took the stand and slowly but surely, you would. And once again, I'm not saying every single player would do it, but if you could have got all the big names in the NBA to do it. Like I said, you can't tell me if Kawhi, LeBron, Giannis, James Harden decided to sit out, the NBA was going to make as much money. Like they're just not. It wouldn't be as exciting. We would all sit here and go, "This is a fraudulent champion anyway. It's over. Nobody right. would care about the playoffs anymore." Like. So even if you can't get everybody to agree with you, LeBron, even if you can't get everybody to agree with you, Kawhi, or whoever was on that side, like, who's going to be the first person to take the hit? And that's all I'm wondering. Because I feel like it's not going to happen until somebody takes the hit. Like, I've said it multiple times now. The people in power are not willing to change until you make them uncomfortable or take something away from them. That's been proven throughout history. Right now, they are very uncomfortable. But they have, like, you have to at some point push it to the edge. And until that happens, I feel like we're going to keep having this conversation every three, four years. And that's what's draining. Yeah. Like, and sadly, but surely, like, that's been black people in this country forever. Since, since the Civil War has ended, and truth be told, like I said, we don't even want to get to before that. But since the Civil War's ended, it's always been this race of black people going, man, we really just want y'all to give us something. Give us the right to vote. Give us equal housing. Give us uh, equal schools. Give us something that we can work with. And then don't take it away from us once we start to make up ground. And I'm like, I'm sick of having this conversation. I'm sick of having it with my students. I'm sick of having it with my players. I'm sick of having it with y'all. But we're here. And I'm waiting on somebody to be the person to take the hit. I want to know who's the next Ali. Like, I really do. I want to know who's the next Jim Brown. Everybody's cool with making the money, being rich, $250 million. It's great. I get it. It's a great lifestyle. I wouldn't want to give it up either. I really wouldn't. I could totally understand why somebody isn't willing to. But I need somebody to. Anyone. At this point, as much as I don't like him, I'll take Dwight Howard. Like, I'll take Dwight. Granted, I don't know if he'll have that much of an impact anymore. But I would take Dwight Howard. Somebody make the stand and not throw a temper tantrum. Because that's what this feels like sometimes. Somebody else gets shot. Oh, my God. Let's, let's protest, guys. Like, no. Take the real stand. 
don't back down because money's taken away from you. It's just like, and granted, you know me probably as well as anybody. I'm very frugal with my money. Like, I don't spend money like that. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's different for me because I just have a different mindset. It's never been about money. But, like, to me, money cannot be that important, especially if I've already made $200 million. Like, maybe I'm different. I'm sorry if I'm going on a rant here. But, like, this is just how I feel. I need to see somebody take this stand. Because until then, we're stuck here. Or we're going to be waiting 40 years. And I'm going to have to explain this to my grandchildren. We're going to be showing them this YouTube clip talking about, yeah, we were saying the same thing 40 years ago. And nothing changed. I respect it. I respect it. For for people who who say, okay, what Brian's saying is too far, going to once again, this is this is a matter that only comes through the perspectives of those who are those who have lived, who who have seen, who've been around, um, there's no real, there's no real, an- there's no real answer when you've all experienced your own. For the people who are in the '90s and, and who've seen what they've seen to. The people in the early 2000s, what they seen to what we are seeing today, and you can go further up history. Does I mean I just start I just started at the 90s, but like Brian said, like this is nothing new at all, and so perspectives are different. Perspectives are different, and my mentality may not be the same as Brian's on it, or Leaks or TKs, and, and your perspective may not be the same as ours. What my entire intention has always been, and we can go, we can move on after this. My entire intention has always been whatever decision we make as a community, as black people, we make that decision together and we ride with each other together. Facts. And that's what I want the NBA to do. I don't want there to be, oh, you were too soft to do this. Or you were too, I, that can't happen. That can't be put on, on in, in the public. That can't be put out front. That causes too much dissension. They eat off that. They eat off that. They eat off fractured uh, uh, teams. They eat off that type of stuff. They always talk to you. You remember how you, your coach used to tell you, never let them see you cry. Yeah. yeah like, sure. ne- never, never, never let them see you argue. Argue. Uh, fight amongst each they other. They got you now. They, they immediately got you. The game's over. That's a wrap. You can, you can practically bag this game. And I think that's a, what we've seen out of a lot of things. Brian could say something like this and I could say, ah, I'm no, I'm not, I don't know about that. We could, we could use that 200 mil somewhere. We can make this work with that 200 mil somewhere. And Brian could be like, nah, we gotta, we gotta scrap it all. We can go Drew. We can go Goodman. We can do all of this. Go Dykeman. We can do all of that. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna put out on front street, Brian crazy for all that nonsense. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. put out, I'm not gonna put out the, Brian's too far. Brian's an extremist. We don't need that type of energy. I'm not, I'm not going to do that. And I think that's what our community should do is the same. So when you hear LeBron or you hear Jalen Brown or whatever side you stand on, you hear George Hill and you're African-American, 
Your job is to not to discredit or 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 put them down or belittle their statements or belittle them as human beings because of the decisions they make. The same way we talked about Kyrie Irving is the same way I'm talking about everybody else's views. No view is different. Just because Kyrie said what he said doesn't, and I maybe supported that that voice or supported what he was thinking, or maybe or didn't, does not give me the license to say anything as an African-American against him in that way. Our job is not to put each other down. Our job is to work together to make this work, to find and get the solutions we've been desperately looking for. So my worry for the day is unity. I think that, that's what it is for me. I'm with it. Let's move on. I feel like we should play some music, Keith. Sheesh. <laughs> I got the ox. <laughs> you got the ox. He's a you have you the music. music. I'm going to give you the you ox next the ox. time. <laughs> oh, wait. What you got? I don't know. It might be off. <laughs> I'm cutting it. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um,. Sixers lose. Yeah. Yay. They fire Brett Brown. Yay. Pacers lose. Yes, sir. They fired Nate McMillan. Boo. <laughs> Boo. You got stink. Boo. Fire Brett Brown. Yeah. Yep. Fire Nate McMillan. <laughs> Pelicans oh. go to the go back home. Alvin Gentry is fired. I figured it was gonna happen. Um did I miss one yet? I think that's the that's three. All, so that's far. the three? Yeah, so far. I'm not going to lie to you. The Alvin Gentry one and the Nate McMillan one shocked me. Um, they both shocked me. Definitely the Nate McMillan one. Yeah, we Nate knew McMillan Brett Brown was getting fired. We are glad that he gets to move on with his career in a different circumstance, different situation, um, wherever that may be. Brett Brown definitely had the funniest quote about getting fired, though. Which he one? was like, basically said, like, yo, I just want to thank all 102 players that played for me. Yeah. <laughs> Process. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's funny. But I definitely, um, I definitely took offense to the Nate McMillan firing. Um, when you look at what he had to deal with, you look at what, and I mentioned before, you look what he had to deal with. Look at everything that happened in terms of his last, I would say, four years mm-hmm. there. Um, I don't think it was warranted at all. At the same time, I can look at the situation or look at the firing and say, well, they're trying to get into this market. There's a lot of good, supposedly good coaches in this market that they can make a run at. Whether it's you can want to replace with Brett Brown Kenny or Atkinson. Kenny Atkinson, um, Tyron Lue, Tyron Lue, I doubt he like job, um, names like that um, have been tossed into it. So he's like, okay, the pool's a little open. We can make a run at one of these guys. Thanks. Um, but I do have an issue with the short fuse that they they kind of shown. Um, what do you think of the Pacers firing Nate McMillan? Was it warranted? Was it off? Um, was this a move just because they got swept? Like, where where is this? Um, what I hope this isn't what we've seen in the past. Actually, with black coaches, I hope this might be a scenario where they're one move away from having a pretty good team, and then Samari another Jackson type stuff. Yeah, and another coach walks in. Cause I mean, they have. 
a good, still young core between Miles Turner, Sabonis. He had made his way back to the bubble. Had they been able to win one of those four games, he may have been able to play in a game five. Mm. But, I mean, yeah, between Turner, Sabonis, Brogdon, TJ Warren has shown, like, I'm going to be a piece, you know, for the next couple years. Mm -hmm. They got the young Holiday. Um, They even got the oldest one. Yeah. So... It would have been interesting to see what they could have done. Of course, Vickers going to get up out of there. I was talking about that with T a while back. Um, but he's going to be gone. It'll be interesting to see who they trade him for because I don't think they want to let him walk for anything, like for nothing. Yeah. Because in theory, they would have flipped Paul George for just Sabonis. I mean, Sabonis is an all-star. Yeah, but you would have <laughs> wanted to get some. You want to get some out of Vic. Right. Right. So. TK, thoughts? Oh, Leak hit it right where it was supposed to be on the nail. Um, yeah, there's nothing I can think I can add to that one. I think the Nick McMillan firing was really shocking. Um, to me, I don't think it was warranted. Um, I think he's a really good coach, and you were right with the short fuse. Uh, that Pacers team is really interesting. I think Nate had to deal with a lot, especially injuries. So I don't even think a sweep garnered him getting fired either. Like, okay. You were out. You were your your best player didn't play for you the entire year, right? And he's been hurt. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And then you go into a bubble like this year was kind of, and then you did better than expected, which is still crazy. Like you still ended up what four seed? Yeah. Without your best player playing for like the majority of the year, I think he did a wonderful job with that team. So, um, so let's just get to it. Then who's the best coach for it? If they're looking for a guy in this pool, who you think the best guy for it? You know, as weird as Cap, off a of play style, I mean, he's not going to get a look for it, but this is a team that old school Mark Jackson actually fits if they're going to play through two bigs. I don't think they are. I think Turner's, they're, they're not. I think Turner's out. You think he is, though? I was thinking I think that he's too. out. Like, he didn't play well against Miami <sighs> at all. Like, yeah. Bam showed how limited he was. And it was very sad to see because I've I've actually been a fan of Miles Turner for a while. Mm-hmm. Like I've been really hoping he gets it together. But I feel like he was. I feel like this whole basketball year from because he didn't even have a great FIBA showing. Like no, I think there has to be that right coach for Indiana because I think they could make it work. Cause, I mean Portland they showed at times when they went Collins and Nurkic like yeah. they were able to make it work. And I would like for Indiana to try that, but. Turner ain't Nurkic. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, fair, fair, fair statement. He can be, I mean, Sabonis can be the Nurkic really for Indiana. We know Sabonis is the one. But, I mean, it, I could see Miles being moved. Listen, so, you, do you think they package them? They might try. Like I said, I don't know. Like I said, I don't know exactly what they would get. Um, they'll get something for him. I mean, they'll get something, but it's like. So now the question becomes, like, how good do you think Sabonis is? Do you think T.J. Warren can become a 20-point guy? That's why I think you got to keep them all. Okay. I don't know if you'll get – I don't know how much you'll get individually for Miles. Mm-hmm. That it'll be enough for Sabonis to be your one. So I'm like, why not? Let's just try this of being a really solid team. And then maybe moving Vic for some pieces that, like, whether it's a pick and one halfway role player. Somebody that or somebody that can be that fifth starter for you. 
they end up back in the same place. That's what I was just about to say. And, and they're gonna, but they're young. But this, they're young, and they're, they're gonna have to really grow. That it. young? Now, Brogdon, Brogdon, like twenty-five. 20, he's yeah. middle. And, and this is what I hate about the league now. Twenty-five like is how not much, young anymore. Like, not really. When you look at the NBA, that's crazy. The, like, what the what life timeline? of an NBA player is? Like, how much better is he gonna get between age twenty-five and twenty? Like, this is probably the Where's best the season of his career. Sabonis trying to be the best player. I feel like out of this. Group. Okay, so like, and how much young. better do you think Sabonis is? really gonna be so what so we just blow it up because we ain't got we guess we ain't i'm not gonna lie the 2k in me says blow it up <laughs> i'm kind of on the, I'm the like, 2k all right that the 2K. that's a statement just, we're working with right hey, now man. No, i mean, but real though, like i look at the watch i'm like we're we're gonna be the atlanta hawks the same for the next dude that said trade years. jamal murray i said see what i said see what you can get on the market i said see what you can get on the market for jamal murray i get what said that 40 and 50 are we going to act like games no, sir, two no. and three didn't happen? Yeah, yeah. Like, but yeah. everybody disappeared on that. I looked at the numbers. Everybody disappeared. But so point, I'm not but only it, hate on Jamal, Jamal Murray is the point there. Like, I've always said, he's just inconsistent. That's the only reason I would do it. I know he can he's be a 22, bucket. He's 22, bro. Okay. If I all say was, see what you can get on the market. you can better than a 22-year-old guy with we'll that see. in him right now. Yeah, we'll I don't see. know what's There's nothing more you can get that's going to last you longer. I think. You, you got him locked in until he's 20. Like, huh? That's the parent you're going to go, Ben Simmons. That's the only I thing I'd give amazing. it up for. It would be great. I, that would be That would be great. But I don't think you can but get I'm that. Saying, that's the only parent. You're not getting that on the market. Mm, the way Philly's looking, I don't know anymore. And once again, let Jamal Third throw up another 50 piece. I mean, yeah. I Philly think might bite. <laughs> it, that would be the only trade I think I would They go all allow. in B. Anyway, back on topic. <laughs> No, I honestly would kind of like I don't. I'm somebody that's a firm belief of I don't want to be stuck in the middle. I don't want to be the four or five seed for eight years, and that's what it feels like. Indiana is stuck in right now. Like Sabonis, so so blow it up every four or five years. I'm gonna like, try to find I'm a superstar. Saying. Like I'm trying. Like Sometimes they don't have a we superstar. We got a Utah Jazz this joint. We not gonna. Get <laughs> and there Utah Jazz has nothing to show but for. But they got two finals appearances, and okay, I went down to the greatest dude ever. I'll <laughs> hang my hat on that. Yeah, I went to the finals back to back though. <laughs> I was 30 no, but years I'm just ago. Saying, I'm saying for like their for like how they were operating at that time. Like Stockton and Malone like had been battling through the '90s to get to them to get to right. the championship. They had a lot of bad performances. They had some decent ones. But you take your bumps and your and bruises. Lost. You take your bumps and your bruises, or you end up like the Atlanta Hawks with Joe Johnson, where you have nothing to show. This for. core, this core is better than that Atlanta core. Yeah. I think, as, I think as a higher Joe ceiling, when they got together, when they got together though, all of those Atlanta, Joe Johnson, Al Horford, That's a they were much That's older a, though. They, no, I'm they were higher ceiling. Yes, they were. Josh Smith, Al Horford, they were all literally in their prime. That's a stretch. That's a stretch. I don't, I'm not they were, the right, I'm about to look up the age of those starts. So we're talking what that was what 2015. I believe they were the one seed, right? Are you talking about uh, which one? I mean, I'm you? talking about that whole stretch where they had Joe Johnson, and then it kind of moved. They got rid of Joe, and then they got out. Okay, so like, that was that from whole like ten year stretch. That Josh yeah. Smith, like that, jo- yeah. like they had like a ten year stretch where they always had. Oh, With they're Jeff a decent started team. Started coming around. Like they had. Oh man, they have That's a good a stretch, team. You bro. know they're going to be in the playoffs, but you know they had no chance at winning. It was like I think they're just the here. East, I think the East at a different time was much different. That was when, but we knew they had no yeah. chance of winning. I remember every year going. Yeah, yeah, Atlanta we has a good team. We knew they did. East had a much different place. I think. It's think, in a much, and that's what I'm saying. Like the East the had a much different place, but I would, I would, some, I would take the case that you would look at a situation where it might be more difficult now. Uh, it very well might be more difficult. We're looking at, we're looking at a Boston mob. So that we're going to Jason rebuild, Tatum and Jalen Brown. We're going to rebuild for then how long to even get back in the in contention of even being a thought. It's about we are four or five right now. Why that's go? What, that's what I. Why go all the way back? Look, it's about finding 
no you team. pocket in the moment. But no team. What? That makes but, no sense. No, that makes no. a lot of sense. In the NBA, the no. NBA is about superstars. If you don't have a superstar, you're not contending. How am I going to get a so superstar it's either in I'm, I got a superstar and I'm contending. And there's only one way to blow it up And how is it? How is not it? Every, it's not every, every year. Yeah, like, yeah. It's, it's every five years? You gotta, but you got to know... When you got yours, and you got to look. How do you for find when you that got, out, though? There's only it two takes, ways: either you're gonna trade for that guy and hope you're not you gonna James tra- are. It's so once again, rare you, you trade an Indian. So, so either you're getting it through a draft, or you're gonna make a big move and try to trade for a superstar who hasn't blown up it like a James Harden. Those are the only two ways you're pulling that off. Right, in the right. If they can't make a trade, both are difficult. Exactly, because you you're don't know. Either you don't. Way. You don't know if James Harden is going to be James Harden, Correct. and you don't Correct. know the guy Fair. you're going to draft is going to be Steph Fair. Curry. So you don't so, know. Hear me but out. You got to. You got to do one or the other. But the thing is, you got to sell we, the squad. <laughs> you got to sell. Either that way. No either way. Championships are just selling the squad. That makes. What no are we playing sense. for? Exactly. I'm not playing for a five seed for twenty years. I'm not. You're, you're not doing it for twenty. You've had them for like two. You had. Miles Turner and Sabonis together since like 2018. Perfect example. I, I'll give it to you right now. Perfect 18, example. 18, and we just said Vic was hurt. We just said all these reasons I that Nate McMillan should get I, fired. So then why are we blowing up the roster? I, I understand where you're coming from. But you're saying blow it up I at under, the same time. Listen, listen. <laughs> Nate McMillan getting fired has nothing to do with the team being blown up or not. He did his job. Facts. He did his job. He took that team as far as he could. Exactly. And guess what that was? A first round sweep. When, at, when as a four seed, Sabonis is hurt. Come on, let's look. We just said once this again, whole year doesn't matter for legacies. Again, you, so why are we now? We're talking about two different things. We're talking about two different things. You're talking like about the performance of the coach, and you're talking about the status of the roster. That's two different things. Two different things. As I would a coach. So you think if they were all fully healthy, it still blow it up? It depends on what. It depends on the performance. You think that you think but they're no, all fully the performance we didn't at that get point. To see the performance that we thought here's, we here's were going to see here's because the, of the Here's the real question so here. Here's the real chance. question. Fully healthy, are they a title contender? I mean, a lot of teams aren't title contenders. There's okay. a lot of teams. So what? Blow everything. There's only like four teams. There's only like four teams. But here's the thing. Let him finish. Let him finish. Here's the thing. Let him finish. Let him finish. Let him finish. So let's say let's go through the NBA right now. Real talk. Let's go so through the NBA. You say you have right to have at least a superstar? Exactly. So if you don't have a direction or a future, what do you do? Like, we're really we gotta, we gotta, we gotta see, We got to see how big Sabonis can get. You really think Sabonis is a superstar? No, I don't think so. Okay. I'm not saying he can be, but I'm saying maybe he can be, like, just another, like, a version of, like, Memphis. Al Horford again? No, like I think that, he'd be way better than Al, Al Horford for sure. Wait, wait, wait. You said another, another version of I Memphis. Said, but I think a better version because they're in the Eastern Conference. You got to think about the teams that Memphis lost to, and I believe they got to at least but one once, conference finals. Once, one. Yeah. But once we're in a tougher conference, conference, so let's try that in the East. Years. Once again, Lee. It didn't even last once that long. Again, Lee. But your size, I'm saying go back once and, again, and rebuild Lee. for how many more years? Once again, Lee, listen to what you're asking. You're asking for Memphis. What does Memphis have? What does Memphis have? I'm talking no, about, when, about they, old Memphis. when they had. No, 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 no. What does Memphis? What has Memphis done? They did not win. No. Exactly. They played in a star-studded West, correct? The Thunder didn't win. They had how many superstars? Ex- I was just about to. That was my example. That was my example. Thank you. I appreciate that. But we still <laughs> love them and talk about how great Sam Presti is. Want to know why? Because Sam Presti be flipping the heck out of these players, bro. So trade Vic. And let's get something to keep it Vic going. Vic is not Paul George. I'm not saying he's Paul. I'm just saying let's get something because we know he's what about to walk to, Indi- like, like to Miami. Look, look what Sam Presti did. Look what Sam Presti did. Honest to God. He drafted Kevin Durant. He drafted Russell Westbrook. He drafted 
Serge, Serge Ibaka. Ibaka. He James drafted Harden. Jeff Green, who is James supposed Harden. to be special. James Harden. He drafted these people. Now, granted, we the biggest he let move, James go for nothing. He, that wasn't that his decision. broke my heart. That, that was the owner's decision. decision. That's, that's that's been that's been documented. That was the owner's decision. Broke my heart. Can't remember the day it happened. I was like, we are not going to be the same. We were sitting there playing what two K, eleven, ten, twelve. I don't know. <laughs> broke my heart. <laughs> so devastated. Love James Harden still. Traded him. Wasn't the best move. He goes on to be a superstar. KD walks. KD walks. He was like, dang, I can't let that happen again. He goes, he does what he has to do. Russ and PG link up. Granted, he went and got PG. These are all world-class moves. Indiana ain't done that. Indiana has not done that. They have not drafted a KD. They have not drafted a There's Russ. only one Kevin they have Durant. Not, There's only they have one. not drafted three MVPs. They drafted a Paul George. I mean, I'm saying you got to give them credit. Like, they have, I feel, just pieces that it wouldn't make sense to blow it up because it'll take them guaranteed longer That's not than true. it will to even get if back to do, the 4 or 5. What I'm five. saying is if you do go find job, another Paul George, if you do go your draft job, another, you can do it. This is not impossible. It's every year. It's every impossible. draft does not always have a top ten NBA talent. Every that that's just fact. that's just gonna fall to wherever Indiana is in the draft. Honestly, you you wanna know something? I was thinking about that because the name that you na- that Paul George, Westbrook, Kevin Durant. We're talking about franchise changing type of talent. Paul George is supposed to be a franchise changing player for Indiana. Yes, no, he, he got, was not. No, he was he supposed was to. Y'all traded him for George Hill. No, he wasn't. Nobody thought he no, was going to be No, they traded Kawhi player. Leonard for George Hill. My fault. Get My your fault. facts straight. I apologize. I apologize. Wrong trade. Shows how bad Indiana was in that one, too. Um, and at the time, <laughs> though, he was an undersized for it. Nobody, no, drafted, Paul jo- Paul George nobody drafted Kawhi Paul Leonard George to be what he is. Not, was he even a top 10 pick? He was late lottery, though. He okay. was late lottery. Uh, uh, nobody expects a late lottery to be a franchise changer. Well, I'm saying franchise changer is a top five pick. Once he became that guy, once, by 20, once I got to the conference finals and he was 23 years old, then the expectations changed and it's like, okay, we, we got our guy now, so, shockingly. So, so, so here's the thing. You, my, but so look what you just did. Look what you just did, though. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So that's kind of my point. Like I said, what you said. Once he matured, he got a little bit older. Mm-hmm. He but, but, had, no, 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 he no, had the run. They gave him let, two years. He was 23. You're talking about trade dudes at 22. my point. So, Sabonis is not some 22. He's like 24. No, now. I'm talking about guys like Jamal Murray, though, just from what okay. you guys have been saying, though. Stop saying you guys. I did not say Jamal Murray. <laughs> yeah, he trade, had nothing bro. to do with that. That's all me. That. I'll eat that one, whatever. Y'all can keep talking about whatever. I still stand by the statement. I don't care. Anyway, like I said, we're going back to Paul George. Like I said, gave him some years. He matured. You put a veteran team around him. And honest to God, they, that first year, everybody looked at it as an overachievement. They went far, and everybody's like, oh, my God, they took Miami this six. And it was like, oh, my God. Well, and Sabonis is only 24, bro. I just said that. <laughs> he's still young. He's not in his prime. Okay. He hasn't touched okay. his prime. Okay. So once again, my point is simply, like I said, that team overachieved, and then everybody put these expectations on him, and then and they we went all right back. They went back. They, they went, went right back. Did they? I think they, they went to the fe- conference they, finals two they, years in a row to Miami. The Paul George it? Pacers. Yeah. I Dang, thought they actually lost been a round you, before that. No, you need a computer. You need a computer. I know. I don't have my laptop today. It's all yeah, good. They went to the conference finals two years in a row. You got it in front of you. Indiana, let me live. No, bro. Uh, we was not supposed to spend this long on Nick nah, Millen in Indiana. Hey, hey, shout out Nick. Nah, because somebody yeah, else. Yeah, it was Eastern Conference Finals two years in a row. Somebody right, gonna walk so into that. My point, is st- my point is still simple. My point, is, my point still stays the same. That team overachieved the first year, and then everybody put these expectations on him. And granted, that team around Paul George was actually really solid. Mm-hmm. He stepped his game up. Mm-hmm. But my point is simply. 
if Paul George had not taken that step forward in that process, Indiana would have been stuck where they are right now. It would have been, oh, we're just a decent team in the playoffs, not winning. Every team in the NBA is looking for one thing, a superstar. If you don't have a superstar, what are you doing? You're not trying to win. He got a question. Go ahead. All right, so you know how you said, like, Paul George wasn't drafted to be a superstar, right? Yeah. And then you said somehow he, he stepped he became, he, became he, like, he became it. He stepped into his role, then boom, went to back-to-back Eastern Conference Finals. Facts. They gave him the time to grow and develop to become that. But the argument on this side is perhaps y'all are just willing to – y'all in this statement I'm talking about the Pacers. Willing not to fold with, it yeah, too soon. Willing to flip stuff way too soon before that chance to develop you, even so happens. You, so my, my question is who is that – like with Paul George, there was like at least you could like see it. It's like a 6'9 no, guy with really a hand. Nah, we no, didn't think no, Paul PG no, was going to be no. PG. Yeah, he was. He yeah. was. And that's the thing. Like, at first, Paul George was supposed to be his sidekick. Everybody's like, that's what it looked like. And everybody's like, pretty much what Paul George is now on the Clippers – be a great number two. And then Paul George kept developing. Danny Granger fell off. He got more opportunities, and he excelled in that role. The point simply here is this. Who on Indiana right now do you look at and go, this person could lead our franchise? But at that moment before, like when it was Danny Granger's team, when you looked at that, did you think that that team could win a championship? No. So they should have just blew it up right then too? And then you wouldn't have had a PG. They should have got rid of Danny Granger sooner before he got injured. But that's what I'm saying. That because now in hindsight, we knew that PG's a superstar. But they didn't know Danny Granger would get injured when he would get injured. And they didn't know PG was going to become a star. So like, it's something you got to wait and develop the, and here's see. The thing. Here's, the, here's the example. Here, and, and this is what this is what you, that's being missed here. Or this is what I don't think y'all seeing. Y'all not seeing the fact that we're looking at organizations, one, who have a pattern, and who've done the same thing over and over and over and not, not been successful. Indiana is one of them. Indiana is one of them. So y'all can say whatever y'all want to say about not letting the flowers grow quick enough and all that in the third. How long are you going to keep up the same pattern and keep running into the same wall? I'm not going to say they're No, bro. The no, they, they are, are hitting the same wall. It, year them, in, Atlanta, dog. Orlando, they keep doing the same things over and over, and they just teams end up are, in the same place pretty good. over and over. You might get a player like that, your Paul George, your Victor Oladipos, and then you realize – you still don't have enough. You get in. You bring in a coach. You bring in a good coach. You mean you? When they when they lost to Bron that 2018 year with Vic, that was it was known that it was youth. Like at the end of the day, they pushed him to Game Seven, but like it was shown that Vic, like you needed more years to be able to win that type of game. Paul George did that, and he's 23. So I mean, yes, we're talking about running into a same wall, but I'm like. The wall that they're running into is like, dang, like losing to. It might be it's youth. That's okay. what you're saying. But here's but with here, the experience, I, I they're gonna Victor get. Oladipo they're gonna. Okay, okay, but okay, but okay. Even if that's the case, that wall may have been LeBron James. That wall may have been whoever, right? The wall there now. There are greats that did not win because of certain greats in the right. Eastern Conference. Before. I understand that. Understand that. But guess what just happened? There's more new walls now. We have Brooklyn, who is Kyrie and KD. We have Boston, who's Jalen so Brown, Jess Tatum, Kemba. So we got pieces. So you're telling left. me to start over now? <laughs> you're saying start over. I'm not. I'm saying keep the pieces that we no. got. No. What I'm saying, yes, you, you, you flip all of this because I'm going to keep running to new superstar walls, and I don't have one. So trade all these pieces we got now. I don't know. I feel like I need mine, bro. I feel like if there was one, if there was a move I can immediately make to get that superstar, and you can point them and show me, like yes, for sure. Like if I could move my roster for Giannis, yes, I move my roster for Giannis. But it's just let let me get let me get this one real quick. I'm sorry. I know I'm no. Like here's the thing. Y'all are like saying like we're saying like trade the whole team this offseason. Like no, it's a process though. Like thank you. 
you don't trade everybody at once. You start trying to make little moves. Like, okay, y'all, we're not winning a championship in the Open next two the years. Let's see if what – like I said, when y'all keep getting mad at me for Jamal Murray, I'm like, yo, see what's on the market. I want to see what's on the market for Sabonis. Tell me if I can maybe get somebody who I think could become a superstar. If I could get – like I said, this is just a crazy scenario. Just throw out there. I know it can never happen. But, like, if they could somehow flip Sabonis for Jamal Murray – Huh. Hell no, that would never. I happen. just said it would never happen, so yeah. don't go there. I'm just saying, yeah. but that's my point. Like if you, th- like I said, if I was Indiana GM and I just said, "Hey, Sabonis is on trade block in Denver for some dumb reason." So yeah, was, so if Denver was drunk, yes. Kind of like OKC okay, yeah. was drunk with James Harden. Like okay, it can yes. happen. That's all my point. You start making moves because you realize you're not gonna win a championship with the team constructed as Sabonis is. Sabonis was not a piece I would move if I'm trying to win a championship. I'm moving for a superstar. Or the number one if I if you can tell me I can get the number one pick for Sabonis next year, what I'm moving the, on. What was the trade? K, exactly, if I can get what K was the Cunningham trade exactly for James Harden, because I don't I can't remember. Jeremy it. Lamb, Steven Adams, and like that a was couple in a picks. When they no, it was not. It was piss poor trade, bro. I think they didn't want to pay a six man. We're talking about an all-star right now, though. I think the whole team wanted In the Eastern Conference. Like, let's like come on. Is Sabonis even one of the top five bigs in the league? Y'all cannot y'all cannot take me off of this. That was a piss poor trade no matter what. We all knew we all knew the talent that James Harden was. Yes. So, that's what I'm saying. So it's why are you saying you're comparing? You're, you're, you're saying were you basically banking on another all-time bad trade happening? It, no, you're not. First, the bonus to get moved. Land a superstar, and that's we're not. Way. You're not banking on that. It's about you taking in the process of Being knowing aggressive. the exactly knowing the player, scouting the player, and seeing what they become. Just like every other team who have built on that success, they are built on certain levels of success for a reason. The Spurs did what the Spurs did because they were able to scout you out just situations. Into, you just walked into no, a trap. No, I did not. You just walked into a trap. I want, I want you to finish Spurs your Spurs joint. I want you to finish Spurs your Spurs joint. No, finish your Spurs joint. No. How? How? Tell me. The Spurs okay. tanked for a year. So this is not ever How? forget that. So, teams like the Spurs, teams like Indiana. I thought about teams See, like. Hear me out. Hear me out. Teams like Detroit. We're talking small market teams right now. Okay. Right? Right? Because okay. you're talking about trades. Only really big name teams in the past have been able to make those blockbuster trades to bring in superstars. It's very rare that those small market teams are making trades to bring in the superstar. I said, he definitely said there's two different, two different ways to make it happen. I did. You said, said trade, tra- trade, 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 Waited and then drafted a guy named Tony Parker. They didn't. Let's draft keep in mind, it. all these guys were second round picks almost. Correct. Like, it's so not like they you, were. So, so what if they just traded them just because? What do you mean they came in and produced though? But they and you had an all. You had time, the greatest though. power forward of all time to flank them. Exactly. Like, you had a superstar. They That's superstar. The they got these guys through the draft. It's though. all founded but on Tim. It's superstar. It's all. Fa- we're done with talking. So do about you it. just? Do it's you all just founded on Tim. Kind of like Dallas kind of was doing. Dallas was like, yo, we're going to just keep we're gonna keep going until we get a superstar. Once they got Luka, Dallas is never going to tank or re- retool the game for the next 10 years. They're like, we got our guy. We're just going to keep trying Everybody's, to build around him. There's only, but I'm saying guys like that, aside from even the Spurs, a team like Detroit, when they won in 04, even sometimes scenarios They're like an the anomaly. Ba- scenarios like the Bad Boy Pistons, a team where... Uh-huh. Isaiah Thomas was a He was a superstar, superstar, but even aside from him, it's just him, but Joe Dumars is not a Hall superstar. But he's not a superstar, though, I correct? Mean, he's a great number two. Correct, but he still not a MVP. superstar. Bill Lambeer is not a superstar. No, he's a good, Rodman good was not, correct. Rodman's so, the greatest. 
Hold but on. he's no, not what we're saying. But he's whoa, whoa, a Hall of Famer. You hear me? Like, a Hall of Famer, but not. He is arguably the greatest rebounder of all time. A lot of people claim him to be the greatest defender of all time. Let's not even I, try to go I didn't say he wasn't, there. but is he a superstar? No. So all I mean, I'm saying is Indiana has pieces around them already where if they could maybe get what they're one more piece away and letting these pieces they have right now grow. Kyle Lowry today is a championship point guard. I can see Malcolm Brogdon hands down being way better than Kyle Lowry ever was. Sabonis already is an all-star so big. They're, they're He's 24 away. years old. They're a superstar away. Potentially through the draft rather than blowing how, this whole thing how up. How can you get a player through the draft if you're not positioned for those, you, for those so, players? I mean, so, so, so at that point, you're banking on Giannis. Jeff. You're banking on Giannis then. It like, doesn't you're have to be Giannis. It could be. No, no it my point be. is simply you're trying to bank on finding a player like y'all. You're so, banking so on getting draft the number correctly. 17 pick and him being the greatest player. That You know that's happened before, right? How many times? It's happened. How many times? Once. Giannis. No, it has. You're saying so. You're saying what? What? It has to be a top ten pick. Fifteen. Who's been the best player in the NBA? Certified. It doesn't. They don't need somebody to now be the best player in the NBA because they have already an All Star. They don't have to have the number one guy. Hold up. Hold up. up. How many times has the number one player in the league won the chip that year? The best player that year, though. You're making that stupid face, like we've been saying. Bron hasn't been the best player, but how many years did he not win a chip? Y'all are acting stupid right now, both of y'all. No, we're not. Yes, y'all are. You're saying you have to have the best player in the league that year to win a chip. You at least need a top five. At least. At that's least more top five. That's more reasonable to say rather than saying if you don't have the number one player, then you and won't it, win. And no coincidence the number years. one player was in the Kobe's finals every year. Years. Huh? And Kobe, but Kobe had trash teams, though. Like, that's the thing. Like, you need a certified top five player and a really good team to match him. No player by himself outside of maybe LeBron one time has led a team to the finals by himself. So, yeah, we're not doing this argument. They need a – what you're saying is right now, keep Sabonis, keep Rodden, keep all these players, but somehow draft – three to four. But somehow draft the player who's going to be the number three player in the NBA. Like, you got it. Like, and it you're don't saying add give up. all of those pieces away to hopefully find that one guy. To find now, Luka? what about when we get that one guy and then maybe he becomes really good, but you know what? He's going to leave it after his rookie contract because we have nobody else around him. What about then we ain't letting that? Why can't you why can't you do what Dallas just did? Like they got Luca and they were like, oh, we got we got our guy now. Make everything for Chris Stapps. Trade now for Chris Stapps. Get him a get him a guy for his wing. Let him rot. Now we got our guy for 10 years. Also, they had to say thank you to the team, stupid team like the Knicks for trading them. And Chris Stapps. I keep finding all these stupid trades that keep happening, but somehow Indiana can't make it happen. Like, I don't get it. Indiana, they make they drafted. All you gotta do is ask. We don't I mean we we can't talk, we can't talk about this. Y'all's scenario would not work. Consistently just trading guys before they're 26 would not work. It wouldn't. If you're not a superstar by 26, you're never gonna be a superstar. I don't know many 26. It's happened consistently. (laughs) The history shows it it happened consistently. But we can't we can't spend we can't spend all day on this. We actually have to talk about the playoffs. So, what you looking like that for? You nah, just just hit, think no, about y'all, y'all, history y'all, proves y'all minds. It. History proves things like that have happened. That's all I'm saying. Things like that have happened. I just feel like that theory is very one step forward, three steps back. It's a, it's a matter. I could just see. Like, Go ahead, TK. You ain't talking a while. No, nah, I just, I mean, because the whole thing, like, I'm still, like, over here. I think y'all, uh, in that scenario, y'all might be trading the guys too early because I can just see that scenario y'all playing too. Working out where 15 years ago by 20 years ago by you still ain't get a chip. Because most, and I'm not saying there's a perfect way, and I think I understand the no, the, no route, way. the route that y'all guaranteed. are going with no, it. No, no but I can way. also see if you could do the trading route. I think Sabonis's trade value could even uh, some of these guys' trade values can go up 
if they develop more on that same team and maybe you can get something particularly stronger let's not, let's not if you act, held absolutely. on to them once for two again, years. Once I can again, just see a whole lot not, of routes where... Once again, we're not going whatever. in one offseason yeah, and saying... Yeah, we're not saying do it all this year. Trade, 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 trade all tomorrow and then bring in a whole new roster so like this for him Cleveland. To get really good, then trade him. All, yes, because he's not a superstar. Teams do that every year. That's literally what teams do every year. You bump up a player's trade value, you give him a bunch of touches, and then you say, hey, we can get something a lot better who we know can get us a chip. Spurs do it. DeMar DeRozan. Spurs do it all the time. They don't trade guys. They be sending guys. They be sending guys. They be letting guys. Because he didn't want to be there. That was the only time a guy wanted to get up out of there. They be getting guys who we be like, "Eh, is that really going to work? And then next thing you know, you don't find him on another team making 40 million. And he's not doing doing anything like he was doing. But the Spurs just. just, They have two good years in San Antonio. And then they go get a massive contract. And then we find out, yo, he really wasn't that good. And next thing you know, the next draft, we're looking at, oh, the Spurs got that pick. How'd they get that pick? Happens all the time. All the time. And next you know, they've retooled and they're back winning 50 plus games. Like being successful. And once again, nothing is guaranteed. But in the NBA, and this is NBA history, one thing that is guaranteed if you have a superstar, you're way better if you don't. But the best teams at the end of the day win. So I'm just not With, always gonna The give best away. teams seem to normally always have the best player. I'm just saying. Yeah, not. Nah. <laughs> and the, but those, but those guys sometimes it, I feel like they come along to teams just when they're playing their cards right already, whether when they're drafting properly or developing their talent properly. But I don't think it comes to teams that are super duper trigger happy like that. Steph became Steph you, because Golden State again, took their lumps to, and then let Steph you're grow talking into his You're talking role. about only one element. You're talking about one, only one element. You keep talking about this whole you're trigger just, happy. You're, saying you're just, talking about only the trigger happy trade thing. I definitely met you. bonus two I years and y'all are talking about trading him within another two to three. I de- okay. Same when I was Spur- saying Miles when, Turner trade him within State, another summer. When or Golden two. State drafted Steph and they prematurely traded Monte Ellis, a lot of people looked how you looked and it was like you didn't let this John wait too. You waited too early, you made those that happen too fast. Those are two guys that were seeing you can't play those two together. Yeah, that was a little different scenario. Kind of like so Miles Turner and Miles can't play together. together. No, you okay. can they, they and you, can play and together. And who had the highest value at that time? Steph Curry or Monte Ellis? Monte Ellis. Cut it out, bro. It happened. Monte was at that time I feel like Monte had labeled himself. He was going to be one of those hyper scores off the bench, but he had already labeled himself as he wasn't His going to be a His value was still higher than Steph Curry's. True. No, but that's Steph compared Curry to a young, a young point guard that had ankle issues at the time. That's not Miles a crazy Turner's high shot. had shock. injury issues, who struggled, staying on the court at times. The similarities are there, bro. Like, like, it's, it's really it's There's really a reason, not, but they paid, really but they paid wild, him, bro. Paid who? Indiana. Yeah, because Indiana, and that's the thing, going back to what you said about small market teams. Small market teams are always going to overpay the guys they drafted because they know in free agency they're not going to be able to get other players. So you overpay the guys you have, and then you kind of hope that somebody matures into a superstar. But at the end of the day, I think we all can certifiably say nobody on that roster is a superstar. They're good players. Yeah, nobody, none of those guys are. And if I'm sorry. In NBA history, it's proven. If you don't have a certified superstar – there is a 99.9% chance you ain't winning a chip. How many teams in the last 25 years have won a title without a certified top five player? Two. And, or not any. Dallas with yeah. dirt. And the Pistons. That's it. Playoffs. Give me a superstar. Playoffs. <laughs> Playoffs. 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 Um, like we mentioned before. Philly got swept. They're out. Um, Portland have just uh, lost, uh, I think, last night. Last yeah. night. Yeah. Um, so, they're fun. 
exciting run was over. Um, Dame did not play due to his, I want to say his knee, knee right? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he, bye-bye Dame, um, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, who else is, did I miss anybody? Indiana, of course, already talked about them. Yeah. But um, now we're looking into the next round. For the most teams, we still got the Clippers and Dallas playing. They're playing, like, right now as we're talking. Yeah. Looks like they're going um, home. I don't know, man. We'll see. Um, but Clippers, Dallas, still playing, looking towards next round. A lot of people are saying Los Angeles, the Lakers, oh, are finally going to have to start um, going to start playing basketball. Yeah. Um, last round was kind of a wash. Even though a lot of people did expect them to lose. Um which was crazy Charles. to think that they yeah. were going to actually Charles. lose. That yeah. was, that was. Like I said, I was, I was, I was rooting for the fun series, but like, <laughs> let's let's be good. honest with ourselves here. America. I would have loved to see this had Brooklyn been maybe fully healthy and Trevor Reza was playing. And honestly, this would have needed home court because I think Portland could have got for sure. Portland would have got one of their three home games. And Dame would have got one in Staples Center himself, I feel like. Oh, wow. Got, I think he would have got game one still. He would have got game Yeah, one. so he would have got game one in Staples and he would have got, got one, one of the three in Portland. Six. And then now it's up to, can CJ have a, have a game out of his mind? No. I mean, and he, CJ he had did. one last night. It just won't enough. It, yeah. <laughs> it's just Dame was Shout there. out, CJ. See, yeah. he has one of those games before Dame gets hurt. That's their two. But I'm not. I'm not saying anything to CJ. He's playing on a broke back. Yeah. So I'm yeah. Not, not not shout out to him. Real talk. I'm gonna say something. Like I know we're kind of. I'm, I'm flip series here because now I'm like I'm more concerned about uh, Milwaukee versus Miami coming up. Yeah, I was that's gonna. A, I was gonna bring that up. Milwaukee. Series. It's a very dangerous for Milwaukee, and I'm kind of leaning towards the Heat more and more. But if I'm Milwaukee, especially if I lose this series, I'm calling Portland. Yeah. And I'm getting CJ. Ah, yeah. uh, I was gonna say hmm. yeah. They don't have a, they don't have enough to get Dame, but I want CJ. No, but Dame's under contract. I'm trading for a superstar that's going to be under contract. That's what I'm like. You don't need for. CJ to be a superstar though. You just need him to Why be not? But Giannis, but oh, you saying pair, pair him with Giannis? Uh, Chris Middleton, Eric Bledsoe, whatever he goes. Like yeah. whatever they want. Like I want CJ because that's what they need. They need a bucket getter. Like as much as I, and Chris Middleton hasn't played bad the last so couple wait, games, so but he just, ain't played great either. Eh, he ain't played top ten. He's playing solid. Yeah, he, I never he's said not top better than Tatum. Tatum. Not being better than Tatum. Yeah, he, right he's now. not playing better. Than not playing better than Tatum. <laughs> he's not, I know that for he's a fact. Right. He's, he's not, not playing better. Okay, so, playing better than wait, Paul Pierce. But you I mean, said, Paul George. <laughs> hey, chill out. But you said, um, <laughs> dang, I was just like, dang, why we hating on Paul Pierce still? And I was like, out the random. Oh, nah, but um, no, Paul Pierce would fry Chris Middleton. He would. He would. But no, so you're saying if you're you're saying if you're Milwaukee. Yeah, I would if do that. Milwaukee, I don't know if Portland would do it, but you're saying if you're Milwaukee, you call up Portland to get yes. CJ. Yes, I would. Like, I, cause I, I mean, of course you would want Dame. I just don't think they have enough to get Dame. Like, they don't have a package that could get Dame. See, the question that Milwaukee is going to have to answer is Giannis. Do you want to sign this contract? It won't get no bigger now than next year. And if he says no, he goes on the AD watch. He goes on the Kawhi watch where we got to get him so out before he leaves. If, for if nothing. I'm Milwaukee, this is one of those things where. Because you want to keep him for one year just to potentially. Yeah, yeah. This is. This, just, what if we? I think yeah. I would. I think but I would. But what if we don't get a chip? Then that's like this. That's like last year. That's a top Boom, five player. Lose a Kawhi. That's a top this five year, player though. We What's lose say the second talk, round of Miami. Talk, we lose talk, somebody. That's the reason I call for CJ though. That's like a top if, that five. Way, if I don't only have one season, I'm going all in. You got a CJ trade. You want like we're going all in for one season. Exactly. And then we right back to rebuilding. Let's do it again. Let's go try draft another guy. 
if, if he leaves. Well. I got a back-to-back MVP. I need a kid no, with a bag. I, it makes I under, a lot of sense. Well, he doesn't have a back-to-back MVP yet. I don't think he released but it. They probably, he they probably probably but he's about to get it. He's about to get it. He's about to get it. Got defensive player of the year. Shout out. But I do understand, like, when you're a top player, like, KDs get to walk. Like, the bronze, they get to walk. Like, when you're a player of that yeah. stature where it's like, we're not going to get anything better than you, like, regardless of what we do. But, now, if you come down on that second tier in terms of but the I rest mean, of Westbrook. AD, but, AD, but like I said, AD, Kawhi Leonard, like, those teams knew yeah. we have to get something for but this guy. if they go all in on Giannis and they win, Giannis stays probably. That's and- not... Guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. I mean, nothing's guaranteed. Why, but like, think about it. We got a ring. We're set for at least another. Here's the thing. If Milwaukee shows that, and once again, this kind of goes. It's a ring. It's a ring. I would do anything for the ring. There it goes. Hey, tomorrow, I'm going to say there it goes. I was the last one, though. I was the last one to do it. I was the last one. It's a ring. Everybody has had one. This is my one. It was a ring, bro. We go all in on the ring. And if he walks, he walks. I'll say this. I'm concerned because that would mean I'm banking on him. But, yeah, the only way I guess you would have to, you would have to hear, can I get a really good trade offer to get a ring one last year? Because that will be, boom, 20, I guess what, last year he loses to, mm. whatchamacallit, loses to Kawhi. Year before, loses to Boston with no Kyrie or Tatum. Then that would mean this year he would be coming up short to either a Miami team with Jimmy Butler being their best player or whoever they would lose to what in the, in the conference Celtics finals, Raptors. which would be Celtics or Raptors, one or the other. Dang. So God forbid it'd be Boston without Gordon, no Kyrie. He's been gone. God forbid it'd be Toronto again without Kawhi. So I don't know if I'm taking that chance of changing around my roster again for this dude to maybe get me a chip in the last year when he couldn't have won this three years Prior, I mean, then I like I said, I go on I AD watch I and I build for the future already. Cause I, I, respect respect that I understand where you come from. Like three sure. years, you could have got me a chip reasonably. I think I understand what you I understand where you're coming from for sure. Yeah, I do too. But once again, like we got to keep in mind the conversation. Nah, I think was, no, 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 no. We got to keep in mind. When I said it's all about the chip, AD didn't have a chance to get a chip. Exactly, he had no chance. Like even if you did say, "Oh, I want to keep him when you were going to make a great run," they were not. Anthony, you switch AD out for Giannis last year. Do they beat Toronto? I don't think so. No, I don't I, think so I don't, especially the way the team was built. Like, yeah, I don't yeah. think that team was constructed, especially if AD instead of Giannis. That team was perfect. I mean, yeah, it's free Giannis. Giannis. Right, right. So, I mean, but that's I don't think that's point. a good swap. Like, AD was not going to win a chip, even if you did decide. Like, Giannis that's still true. has a chance was, to get you And what was the reason? But, you're talk, what, but, what, but what are you but talking about for next that? year? What is the main reason why you say this is Giannis' best year to get one? Me? Oh, because the Warriors are going to call, call in with that trade. No, 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 but not even no, Warriors. No, no. Not even the Warriors. I mean, Bro- 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 Brooklyn's oh, Brooklyn's going to be back. So, so that's my point. If we've had three, like I said, I already ran off the three years he could have potentially got one. That, was, that is significantly I mean, easier. Kevin okay, Durant, okay. Kevin Durant okay. be that Brooklyn mop. Kevin Durant is coming over to kill him. But them, like, this is their best chance to get Brooklyn, to get Brooklyn or to get a team like that. There's always going to be a team like that where you have to get Oh, Luke is scrapping. Luke is scrapping. Ooh, he's about to tie it up 3-3. Y'all do not want to go to a know, game that, seven yo, with that guy. Long well, they don't throw him out. Last pod we did, like we in the pod. Yo. Clippers, Mavs game, come on. I go out to get something to eat and watch the game. Oh, my gosh. When Luca had hit that yo. game winner. Yo, Luca wanted to smoke. Yeah, he does. Luca wanted to smoke. He's done with Marcus. He's done with Marcus. Yeah, he's sick of him. 
Hey, 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 hey. I guess that wasn't intentional either. Yeah. Talk to him. Talk to him. Let him know. Let him know, Lou. Yeah. Talk man, to him. That's a bad yeah. white boy. Hey, baby. I wish yeah. I could see this game. Yeah, Marcus, I just boy. need this energy when you guard Brown, though. He's not. I just not. need this. Like, don't, don't not do this to Brown. Yo, Luca wants all. I love Luca, bro. <laughs> I love Luca. Anyway, look at Boban. <laughs> <laughs> the great wall standing in front of him. Oh man. But yeah, I don't. I'm sorry if I can't beat Manji. 2017. Nobody talks about. No, it. I, I give no, you let's clarify, to Toronto. Let's, let's clarify when we're laughing at Demar and. But Kyle. the thing I think I let's think clarify I can this say real this. Quick. I could make a trade like a CJ or whatever to load up on Giannis that last year in the middle of the year, like right before the trade deadline. If it ain't looking sweet, I can always try to get that Warrior deal. Like I can always flip him during that middle of that last year. Like if it's not looking too good. Okay. Like, let's clarify something real quick. The, the first year they lost to Boston, granted, like I said, I think it was without Kyrie. Without Gordon. Without Gordon. They also didn't Giannis have – they, they also had uh, – they did not have a real coach that year. So, let's kind of throw that one to but the side. They, that was the first year where people were like – I remember, like, I'll tell you about a funny meme after the pod, but that was the first year where it was like, you're good enough to potentially win a series like this. Mind you, this rookie Tatum, second year Jalen Brown. We didn't and know a much who much better coach Ter- on the other side. Correct, but we didn't know who Terry Rozier was. This is when Eric Bledsoe was supposed and to Eric be. And Eric Bledsoe like, was the person that he really was supposed disappeared to be, in that series. Yeah, him. Like that was the first one, and then like I said, the next year. Okay, you lost in seven to the team that won the chip in the Eastern Conference Finals. Like yeah, he was in six. He six, was up my fault. Six. He was up two zero. And, and it's not straight. like they got blown out all four. Like every game was close. So in their first real playoff run, you lost to a veteran team with maybe a better coach. I don't like say I think Nick Nurse is a better coach than Budenholzer, but Budenholzer is not a bad coach in his own respect. Like you lost to a player who, so, granted, like I said, this year would be bad if they, especially this, this if we lose year. to Miami. Like yeah, especially this is the year. if you lose to Miami. Like how they lose this year, I would agree with you. We'll tell a lot. And like, then get to the finals. Like I said, at least these, like I said, at least the Eastern Conference Finals again. And like I said, maybe if you lose like in a hard fought seven games to a LA team. I mean, even if you, even if they lost like Toronto again in like a t- no, you can't lose to Toronto Don't without no, yeah. you can't. Even if you they can't. lose to Toronto bad, or Boston in like a that's seven game series, Tor- we laugh at Toronto for their playoff L's, and that would have been 2017, 2019, Toronto, 20, Toronto, Toronto. Toronto. Okay. But we keeping them to beat KD and Kyrie when they potentially might get popped. I didn't say keep. I said I said make moves. I said make moves. All right. I just so, keep Giannis. Like right. I'm keeping that guy, and then I'm making moves around him. Because I don't. I think like I said. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. If they lose, it's not going to be because of Giannis. If they lose, it's not going to be because of Giannis. It's going to be because Eric Bledsoe disappears again. It's going to be because Chris Middleton doesn't show up. It's going to be because Brooke Lopez forgets how to shoot. Like it's not going to be because of Giannis. It could be if his numbers. Scoring wise, drop because now. What if they go from thirty three to twenty eight? Like no, 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 it's it, no. But if because of Miami and Toronto potentially had the mobs to wall up on him, so if he can't crash through the lane and we see a significant like decrease, like in his Toronto walled up on him, he got twenty six. Like we're gonna see, no, we're gonna see starting this first Miami playoff. Yeah, like, we, I think this is a dangerous series for him. I look, agree. You pretty much said it. We're looking at a situation where it's not necessarily Giannis's fault. Just like we looked at AD and said it's not necessarily it's AD's fault. fault. Yeah. I'm not at, saying it was look, AD's fault for why they lost. No, of course, like, of course. AD of didn't course. have as good of a team as Giannis, and AD was in a tougher conference. Facts. Yes. I'm saying, I think but, they're going to get to the finals this year, and I'm playing off the, the, the trade Giannis card off of that. Thinking right. Even if they get to the finals and lose, I'm cool with next year saying, like, all right, we're going to go all in. We're going to trade to surround him. And if it doesn't work out by, like, this point in the year – like right before the trade deadline, 
I know I can call it. Uh, I can start shopping him or something like that and see what I can get for him. Mm. Like if I can just hit the eject button. Right. Like I said, I'm right. trying to get rid of Bledsoe because I, I don't trust him at all. Yeah. Like I'm trying to get rid of Bledsoe. Like I said, seeing how Chris Middleton performs. Like I said, I want like those they, are my first moves. Those are my first. Like I, they need a shot they, creator. They like they need a shot creator. In the playoffs once again, who's going to trade for? Because if Middleton and Bledsoe don't hoop, Portland's not giving up CJ. That's fine. Like, that's that's so that's why I'm just afraid of that concept of like going all in. Cause like if in theory we lose being Milwaukee, we lose because of one or two reasons. Either those guys, like you say, don't hoop, mm-hmm. or Giannis gets locked down and his production drops. So if it's the first option where the supporting cast doesn't hoop, we're not trading for these all ins like core pieces that we're gonna get because they're gonna be like, um, they're not about to help us when we need them. So why would that I mean happen? at that point? Yeah, you're gonna have to like I said. I don't know if you'd be able to get maybe a CJ, but like I, said, I think there's some moves you can make. Like Bledsoe and Middleton are players who like they still have value, especially if they go to a certain teams. It would just depend, but like I said, it if they is it Chris on like that max though. Yeah, you got Chris. Paid. Yeah, Chris got so a like crazy back, so nobody's taking Chris contract, and they did. Somebody will take it. Like somebody said, probably will. He's but. a six eight versatile defender who shoots forty percent from three. Like somebody's gonna take that. Yeah, we got yeah, somebody's gonna take him. Defender, like defender for a season. He's, like, he he's a marksman. He's a marksman. He can defend the, though. He's the not defend- a bad defender at all. And lockdown though. I didn't say but you yeah. don't gotta be locked down if you shoot forty percent from three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just gotta be able to guard he your position. He shoots forty percent from three September through May. For no September through April, matter of fact. I mean, he's shooting forty percent right now in the playoffs too. Yeah, we we gonna see. That was a magic. <laughs> the Magic have been one of the best defensive teams in the league, bro. bro. It's the Magic. Don't do this. Don't do this. I mean, they this. have been. Uh, like, we're not gonna this. argue that ass. They just can't score. You know how many guys were hurt with the Magic? That's fact. They were okay on then. their last leg. And he had a two point game. Anybody see Terrence Ross? <laughs> he when he had, walk a out the he had a two point game in the first round. <laughs> he had a two point game. Facts. If they get to the finals, if they get to. Nah, he ain't have two. Paul ain't have two. Paul didn't have. Paul ain't have two. He ain't have two. He but, ain't you know, two. It wasn't good either. You know. Yeah, he ain't have two. We not. We not hating on Paul two George. Two or thirteen. We not hating on hey, Paul George. I, today. Oh, I'm, I'm hating on Paul George. You should have been flapping yeah. your jams about Dane. No, they should. This should like honestly, with how the Clippers played the other night when they came out, Paul he had got his groove back. It looked like dang, this should be an elimination game rather than us going up three two. Like, thank way to go, Paul. And now y'all are down after the first quarter. Yeah. <laughs> With no Porzingis still. Like, nah, this, this is going to be, I mean, they pissed off Lucas. So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. God, not the white boy. We're going to see. But, I mean, if I'm Milwaukee, if I get to the finals, I'll go all in and be like, hey, at least we got there. Maybe we get there one more year. That's what I'm saying. But if we don't even get out I'm, the East. I'm, trade. I'm cool. What you trading right there? Because he's not right. meeting Kevin Durant and Kyrie. We talking in circles. We talking in circles. Kevin Durant. We talking in circles. Milwaukee versus the Heat. The Nets are winning the championship next it. year if they're healthy. No more. No, with this. That's said, not where we're gonna you go. Keep, you keep no. Oh. I'm talking about. I the, thought oh, that's oh, where. <laughs> I'm talking about the playoffs. My bad. Bad segue. You said I got Milwaukee in seven. Milwaukee in seven. Um. Ooh, Marcus. Marcus Morris got ejected. Yeah, you did. Dang. It is the Nets. It's always going to be the Nets. Yeah. Katie. <laughs> Katie's going to, Kyrie's going to come back and they're going to take I the really, lead by storm, I man. Really, I don't really feel like Brooklyn was going to crash and burn. Stop hating all the time. I really Stop do. hating. All right, all right, Um, yeah, I got, I got the bug come out of the East, so I got the one in all their series. Right. Dang, I'm. So I can change. Yeah, you can change did, now. Philly lost. Yeah. We can do what we want to do. Yeah. Free yeah. We all lost on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Who's going to come? We knew we were going to lose that when we made that vote. I really you know, did. Nobody made like a that. confident vote for Philly. It was like, all right, Philly, I'm, I guess. I'm a, Let's I'm look a, at I'm it, I'm going to just hope. I'm, this is why I'm going to hope it's Milwaukee. Okay. 
I hope it's Milwaukee because I don't want that scenario. That's your heart talking. What's your head saying, though? Mm-hmm. He don't want the Warriors what's stopping around the league saying, for five more years. My Be head, real with yourself. My head says, you know, it's not Milwaukee. And a part of me feels like it might be. My head says. Boston. Who's winning this series, bro? That's all <laughs> yeah, I'm asking. That's all I'm asking. Oh, you're saying what? The Milwaukee Miami? Yeah. Milwaukee. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. I say, honestly, I want Milwaukee win, but I think Miami's going to win it. I okay, think Miami's okay, gonna. Okay. Win. Okay, that's fair. I was saying I think Boston's gonna get out of the East. I think so too. But I think I want, I want I'm, Milwaukee. I think I'm cool with Jalen Brown getting a chip this year. I think Miami's not, winning this series, man. Win. I think they my, get out of the East, they're not winning. This I think Miami's Who? winning this series. Yeah, I got. I'm sorry. No. I think Miami's winning this series. I, I really do, man. The defense, the way they're playing, it's such a bad matchup. It's, I, I really. I think, if Chris can throw a rock in the ocean, we'll see. I'm a huge fan of Bam. I'm a huge fan of. Hero. I've been a fan of them all all season. I got Miami. Milwaukee's so, defense is what scares me. It's so not all y'all offense. got Miami? No, I got Milwaukee inside. I got Miami. Like, the way Milwaukee, Milwaukee defends the three-point line scares me. I think I will. Oh, you, you reneging? Yeah, he I'm reneging. Going, Milwaukee. He, he reneging. You're here first. You got to renege. I'll talk to somebody into changing their opinion. I Milwaukee got in seven. Milwaukee in seven. I'm taking that pick. All right. Keith, who you got? Milwaukee. He got Miami in seven. No, you don't. No, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> he said, I don't care. Celtics in Toronto. Celtics up one up. I got yeah. Celtics winning the series. I had them winning the series. Y'all was talking mad trash. I said they didn't stand a chance. Yeah, without Gordon. Uh, yeah. Then again, I don't expect Marcus Smart to shoot five and a half from three next game. He was, yeah, he was <laughs> guy. Of course not. Um, he could. I'm going Raptors still. Raptors. What, six? I don't know. Seven, seven, six, seven, six. Raptors in seven. Celtics in six. Pascal's gotta play so much better. Yeah, I got yeah. Celtics in six. I don't know anymore. Raptors. I got Celtics in two. <laughs> Celtics, Celtics in two. two. You heard it. Two. Two. Dunk man key. Yeah. Victories in the Raptors. You Raptors just go home after after two. Like, hey, if you double team. <laughs> real talk, Kyle. I don't know if y'all got your bleach before. Kyle was like, "Yo, we considered not coming back after everything." Yeah, I peeped it. I peeped it. Oh man, so. That's the East for you. Um, Who's going to coach the 76ers? Now, (laughs) I've heard reports. Ty is only listening to offers if they give him seven a year. Go ahead, Ty. He said, I'm not not talking to nobody unless they they bring it out the bag. I've also heard, and I want to make sure, I think think that's what I read. I hate to be wrong. I'll definitely double check it, and I'll correct myself if I'm wrong. I heard Jason Kidd says he really wants this job. Which one? This the, one. The, 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 he the wants the Philly one. job. Ah, gosh. I love how Jason Kidd keeps popping back up. I'm trying to figure out why does he keep popping back up? Why are people really acting like this man is people, a good coach? Because people, people like Jason Kidd as a guy. What? No, he's a good that's, he's a that's cool all. guy. It's, no. People probably think he's a cool guy. Do you know the real history of Jason? I, Jason Kidd has some baggage. I bro. mean, yeah, I know. I've heard. I've heard of some of it. Yeah. I'm not talking <laughs> about and like I'm not even talking about his personal life, which is a whole different issue. I'm talking about even in the league, he has some baggage. Like there are people in the league that are like, yo, Jason Kidd will stab you in the back in a heartbeat. That sounds like a lot. Allegedly, 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 allegally, 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 allegally figuratively, you, you figuratively, you figuratively. <laughs> You said watch out for this dude. He might stab your back. Is that not 80% of the basketball community? But, uh, Brian, like, is that not 80% extent, of the basketball community? The, like, here, here's, the, the 
here's, here's my, but here's my point with that. Like, for a lot of people, like I said, that goes without saying, like, you know certain people are always kind of trying to go do what they need to do to move up. But the idea is, like, if you do that, you have to be successful when you do it. Jason Kidd ain't even been successful. That don't mean people aren't going to keep trying to get on. And I, my question is, why are people trying to still get on? At what point do you say, you can't Yo, blame you can't, the train, jump off? Nobody's going to stop trying to put themselves in position. Even the failures are going to keep trying to put themselves in position. I'm not in. talking about Jason Kidd. I understand what Jason Kidd's doing. I'm wondering why people are trying to hire him. Oh, I don't know if people... <laughs> oh, I think it's just more rumors than anything. Yeah, I think it's a, like it's said, trying to for a media push, it, it but yeah, just, it was just nobody ends up interviewing it him. It was just an article, but Philly, I don't, I really don't know. Um, I don't know where the direction is. Elton Brand came out and said, "I hate talking about Philly. I feel like we should stop for a while." Um, <laughs> but put Philly in the Draymond category. Yeah, we got to put at least till off season. Golly, yeah. like, but Elton Brand until says, they get out the second round. Maybe I, we can even write that down. Maybe we really need to vote on that because that might be a we thing. We cannot talk about it at all. Nah. Maybe like I'm really annoyed with if that. That's the case. I don't want to talk about Zion until he plays fifty games. I'm cool with that. <laughs> I'm cool with that because what he did in the bubble was sad. Him and Lonzo, Jesus. Yeah. That's a buck. No, it's short. <sighs> Oh, but now let's talk but, about the West real quick. Or did we already go over that? Yeah, because I really don't care about yeah. Philly. I really don't. Okay, we yeah. can leave it alone then. Like whoever they is, their coach is their coach. Elton Brand, like I said, say he's not trading anyone away. Um, in terms of Embiid and Simmons, he says he's going to get more complimentary pieces. I want to see where that money comes from. But <laughs> hey, shout out to you. Um, don't care. I don't care until until we hear about it. Fair enough. So. The West, the West, the West, the West, the West. Lakers took care of business. Yep. Um, Boys shocking. look good. They shocking. played the winner. They, they played Houston, Houston, or, OKC. Or OKC. Houston OKC. Houston, I think, um, will close it out. I'll be shocked if it goes seven. If it goes seven, I then it gets dangerous. I won't be shocked if it goes seven. You won't? I said it goes seven. It's possible, man. It's possible. Okay. So, like, they possible. have no wing depth, bro. It's like, possible. OKC, you wanna, it's like... One, what? Billy Donovan, you're really letting me down in this series. Yeah. Please play Gallinari at the five already. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? Please. He did it for like a stretch. And that's like, when they beat the brakes off of him. Well, really what ha- what hurt him yesterday, really, they were going to, I think, win that game. Schroeder hits PJ in the nuts. Yeah, and he got out. Guys, out. in the playoffs, stop hitting dudes in the nuts. <laughs> no team has won a championship when our player is hitting guys in the that's nuts. That's his bad karma. No, I don't know. That, that might, you might have to... Re- you gotta, do, you gotta do no, more research on that. The last, no, within the last five years, I know two vivid scenarios <laughs> last night and another scenario. I, all I know is there's a whole thing called the Jordan rules. I don't know what they were doing to Jordan and the rest of that Bulls team, but it's possible they could have hit him Schroeder in the nuts was, quite a Schroeder, bit no, and still was, got a ring. Schroeder That's was, all I'm gonna say. Schroeder was cooking he last was, night. He was, on fire. Yeah, he was going. And then he does that and he gets ejected. Mind you, PJ going out does not hurt the Rockets offensively in the same manner as Schroeder going out yeah, for OKC. That's true. We all know Chris Paul, he's been in his bag, but like yeah. that's now a lot of buckets you're now telling Shea and him to make up for. Right. right. Schroeder can be that median, you know what I'm saying, that can hold it down. Until- Schroeder's been the person that's killing the Rockets right now. He yeah. honestly is sixth man of the year. He's yeah, he's definitely he, in that combo. He won it. So, I mean, that's what really hurt them now. If he comes back ready to get everything back that he should have gave them, then it goes seven. But I think Russ is going to – he's already had one game that he got some of the rust off. 
Yeah. If he's even somewhat hitting a jump shot next game. <laughs> That's a funny statement. Yeah, but <laughs> even if he's just in a better rhythm. Russ always gives you one. Yeah, even if he's in a better rhythm. But I think I think Oak or I think Houston closes you it out. I'm serious. I know. I'm serious, man. Stop I don't care. My baby thunder, I don't care, bro. Like we. The know. funny thing is, I'm trying hard not to root for the Houston, <laughs> but I'm also because I'm a Thunder Could fan. You, no, you're not a Thunder fan. I Just let it go. Fan. Let yeah, it go. I don't know what you're doing right Greg. now. I'm a you're a Harden Westbrook fan. Yeah. I love those two trade guys. In your colors. So trade much. in your colors, man. It's okay. So Just like much. you traded in your colors when you went from Spurs to Thunder, go ahead and trade in your colors, man. So go ahead and trade in your colors. It's okay. I don't care. He don't. He don't. He don't make me me. How many, how many games? Every so, time he say something about me, don't mean nothing. <laughs> I know who I am as a man. I'm a black man in America. Man. I make- <laughs> so what are we saying? Is, what am I saying? Houston, does Houston close it out in game six? Or no. Whatever? I don't, I don't so. want them to. I really don't think game so. Seven. I think game all y'all saying game seven? I'm thinking seven. I, I'm I really. So if it goes to game seven, I don't know what to say anymore. Oh, yeah. I don't I'm thinking Thunder. I'm saying, personally. I'm saying Houston closes it out in game six. No, they don't. I think Thunder wins. So like, every game in the series has essentially been close except for the last game. Like, Houston caught on fire. Right. OKC kind of just – once Schroeder went out of the second game, you half, can see it. Like, the beginning of the second half, they really didn't miss. Yeah, like, they, they just caught fire. Once Schroeder went out of the game, it was like, all right, yeah, whatever. Like, we're packing it in. Right. Like, game six, I think it's going to be close again. I think it's going to go wire to wire as long as nobody gets in foul trouble or something crazy happens. And once again, I've said from jump, if it comes down the wire and it's the last minute of a game, who do you trust more? Chris Paul or James Harden in Westbrook? I know my answer. It's CP3. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's CP3. Actually, I'll say this. It's sad that we even have to, like, question that. Especially at age 35. Right. At at (laughs) CP's age, we're still questioning in the clutch who we want. Honestly, we talk about the consistency of, and I guess, the longevity of LeBron James. Longevity of Chris Paul is unreal. Like, just. The fact that he's doing what he's doing, like there was in this series, like I've watched, I'm like, man, how he's getting this shot off, and it was that step back that three from the still wing. Good. I'm like, yeah. oh, for sure. I think and I think like, these next. I say this: it's gonna require this coming game. It's gonna require Chris Paul to not saying take it to another level, but like this is a closeout game for him, and like he still at the end of the day has the most playoff experience on this yeah. team. So like Harden, Russ. They're looking to get to the second round. They're looking to close this out. So Chris is going to have to have, you know, a performance that we might talk about for a career. To get this to a game seven? You're going to have to turn back the clock a bit. I feel you. He's going to have to. I think he's just going to have to be there in the moments. Like, I don't know. But, like, and, I don't and know and if they have a numbers. moment that we're like, yo, no, I he, think, he No, did. I really think he needs to carry. Like looking at no, he has to be at like, least top two. He can, he can't be the three. I say that he like, can't depend on my thing two is young like, guys to beat Russ two MVPs. Now I'm not saying my point is like they just need to keep it close. Let like, me define. Let me define what I mean by care. Okay, let me because before you run off and think like oh Greg says he needs to score twenty points in the first quarter and, and so forth. <laughs> so like the Thunder have an issue, and the issue is they really don't have a legitimate guy that can give the ball to and sit, get out the way and go score. Facts. And you normally they're putting guys on the court with Chris. When it's not Shea, it's normally Schroeder, Lou Dort. God bless him. But yeah, he's just not hitting shots. Not hitting shots. Lou Dort. Um, they won't play T. Steven Adams. Because T. Fur can't play. Yeah, he he's not a good defender right now. 
Um, he was better last year. Maybe because shockingly, no, but it was so weird, right? He was playing in Portland, and then now he's playing in the Portland series, but like now he's yeah. not getting any minutes. Um, but normally to put him on the court in those situations where we're like, all right, Chris, make nothing out of something, and yeah. we keep forgetting he's thirty five. Yeah, and I think that's the difficulty. And if that's what's gonna happen, then yeah, Chris Paul's gonna have to do some. Some very special things throughout the entire game to keep a, keep a minute. Like there's no way around that because Shea's still young. Schroeder, yes, he's experienced. He's, he's a veteran in his league, but he's still six feet. Like Chris Paul's gonna have to be the best player on the floor, hands down, no questions asked, the entire game. Like, I, and I that think, and that's the difficulty. That. I think he has to do that for like a four minute. Like he, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, He like, can't do it for the game. Yeah. He has to do it for like he needs Schroeder, Gallinari. He needs to be the best player in the last eight minutes. It's like yeah, the last four or five minutes of that game. That's when it has to be like, I yo, think, Chris, go get it. The question, but he can't. Like the question is, can the rest of the team keep it close? And then yeah, in that position. The issue with the issue I have with that statement is the fact that the offense is very dangerous at that point. It is because you it's the the idea of being stagnant is too high. Like. I'm, like, that's the issue I've had with this series the most part. Yeah, in all honesty, like, we don't know OKC's where the points bad, are coming from. I mean, OKC's a bad, or Houston's a bad matchup for OKC, and I didn't really realize this until the series started. But oh, Houston's defense of just switching everything, pretty much every defender's the exact same. Six, they can six, all, long and they can arms. all guard the only like, three offensive options for OKC. Right. And then, like I said, for Chris Paul, once again, we're going, like I said, going back to his age where he doesn't really have that burst anymore. He can't get by guys off he the dribble. He can't get by guys anymore. So now, like I said, he can't even get a big on him to blow by because there is no big. It's just all wing defenders who he's got to somehow make a tough shot over. So, I mean, it's just a bad matchup for them. On the same token, I agree. Like, I think he has to be really special for like four or five minutes. Like, Shea has to play better. Like, if Shea doesn't play better, they're going to lose anyway. Yeah. Because that's the real – every game they've won, Shea she balled played, out. And every game he played bad, he they, plays bad. They lost. But yesterday like, it just was like Shea can't get anything because, like, once Schroeder went off the floor, and I was saying this earlier about OKC, there's no wing depth. Like, yeah. there's nobody else they can put on the floor. Like, Dort, he's great defensively, but he kills Bro, them he, offensively. Three for 16. I'm looking at him. Uh, Billy Donovan's looking at him. I was at the point I was like, like, bro. Just go dunk on something. Like, exactly. Try. Stop yeah. shooting. Like please, take one nah, that, take that, off. that's like, go. Ki- that's killing them. Just so, go, and I just think all those variables you're asking a non-shooter to somehow help you offensively in a closeout game. You're asking young Shea, mind you, he he's gonna be good in this league, but yesterday also showed his well. Homeboy need to put some weight on. Oh, of course. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Big boy body. And then Schroeder as well. Like I think I think he will. I think he's the X factor for them because, like you said. Chris Paul, he cannot carry for an entire 48 minutes. Like, I think he has to be the best player from the last eight minutes on. He needs to be the best player on the floor. I think the rest of the game, he needs to at all times be, like, a top four player on the floor. Honestly, probably, like, yeah, no less than, like, top four. But what can keep that game close is what is Schroeder doing from the moment he gets in up until the last eight minutes. Because the more that he produces, now the attention goes to him. Now Shea can sneak in there and get his. Yeah. And then Shea sneaks in there. If they're all attacking and getting in the paint, creating plays, now they're able to create easy looks for yeah, the rest of those like, guys. No doubt. That, that's the ideal. And I'm in, What you're feeding is the ideal. Yeah, I'm feeding yeah. off what I saw from last game. Yeah. And what I saw from last game is if Lou be... Dort's taking 16 shots. But even with that, even, which, even, which I think could happen again. Lou Dort can end up it's taking— It's going to. They're going to leave him open. They're exactly. going to leave him open. He's going, going to take to. another 16, 15 shots again. And with that, though, still, up until Schroeder— does what he does to PJ, they're up. 
or no, or I think it was like t- a two three point game. Like, it was close. It was, it was close. really close. And then as soon as he goes out, it's a three point barrage, and then the game is blown out of proportion. Yep. So even with Dort, he was in the first half like one for ten or something. Like that. It was horrible. But Schroeder was cooking, and yep. I think it was like a, it was a single digit game. It was within five. Like I said, and like I, said, I know what you're saying. Like you're going off one game, but like this is the thing about the playoffs. Like. It felt like that game, especially once Schroeder went out, it was like the perfect recipe for disaster for OKC. Dort couldn't hit. Like, he had, like I said, he's never been a great shooter, but he was at least decent in the first couple games. He was knocking out a few here and there, just mm-hmm. to keep him yeah. honest. Like, he couldn't buy one. Schroeder gets out. Houston goes on a barrage. Shea was just completely, I don't know what was up with him the other night. Like, he couldn't guard anybody and he couldn't score. Oh, he can't guard at like, all, too. It was like, it was just, it was the perfect recipe for disaster for OKC, which is why I kind of feel like, that's why I kind of feel like it's going to go seven. Like, Chris Paul, Gallinari, Stephen Adams, like they're gonna walk into the locker room and be like, "Hey guys, that's the worst game we could possibly play. It's on to the next one. We've shown we can beat this team already. It's not that serious. Let's just get back at it and let's not make the same mistakes we made tonight, which is making the offense become stu- too stagnant, trying to go one on one too much because they're not gonna beat uh, Houston. They're like not. That. It has the to be ball has slow. to move. Like, yeah, it has to move now. They can get a lot of pick and roll, a lot of downhill action, but they're gonna have to create it off of. Great ball movement, great mm-hmm. team movement. They're gonna have to have a lot of false action guys. They moving. gotta get Dort moving. Yeah, like right. he, like Dort has to be moving without the ball to make him a threat. He can't just sit in the corner. Harden's and helping off of him in the lane on you whatever on Harden whatever driving defense. lanes it is that CP three or Schroeder or Shea are trying to take. Facts. He needs to be one thing that Houston does with their five out. They have Daniel House, whoever it is. They're making some of these guys roll. Mm-hmm. So you're at least getting somebody they, attacking and they the paint. They did that for a little. They put Dort in the pick and roll a little and bit. And then they he stopped. Got they got away from yeah, him because weird. he hit a couple at a couple of those games that they had won. So they thought we can leave you out here to spot up. But yeah, maybe gonna, they thought he would get hot after that or something. He's gonna have know. to be screening. He's gonna have to be doing. Something. I mean, like I said, I want to know why they don't like. I mean, I know they don't have Russ anymore, but I believe Chris Paul is a way better passer than Russell Westbrook. Like I don't know why they don't do like they used to do with Andre Robeson, where Andre Robeson got three backdoor dunks every game. Because oh, yeah, throw one of those type of passes. Like, yeah. yo, Dort, take off. We got you. Like, I, I understand mm-hmm. what you're saying. That it, Russell Westbrook's a gift and a curse. And, <laughs> I mean, and, we all and, know that. <laughs> and the gift is the fact that he still has that ability to rise up, bang out anytime he gets into that space that you're talking about. You're talking about that back door. He gets to the lane, mm-hmm. throws up that lock. Chris isn't doing that anymore. And I think in... And then much, I think more people would rather see Chris take a contested fadeaway too. Oh, absolutely. As opposed to seeing him dish around and do that. So I don't know. It's just not. It, I guess it's not there. Yeah. The way it used to be there. And so, um, that's one of the things that Russ is just great at and great for. Facts. But, um, but that's that on that man. So we got Thunder seven. No, you got Houston seven. <laughs> Houston thunder. seven, thunder seven. I'm going thunder and seven. Thunder I'm, seven. Yeah, I'm thunder seven. Oh, thunder I seven. Make a pick. If you gotta go seven, and you gotta have a pick. Yeah. Because we're not gonna. By the time we pod, it's gonna be thunder like seven. Let's thunder go. seven. I'm, I'm hoping CP three. Houston, Houston six. six. Houston six. I'm hoping CP three gets his payback. Thunder I'm seven over here. Um, you got thunder and seven. I got thunder and seven. I just. I said it before we got on there. I just don't like the way James Harden plays closeout games. I said. He got I said two back down there. I said thunder seven, man. Yo, what does this really do for James Harden and CP? I mean, Westbrook's legacy oh, if they lose. Nothing. Oh, if, oh, if they lose? If oh, they my lose. gosh. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. Both of them. You can't win with either. They're, they're, they're the two. They're, they're the, I hate calling them this, but like they're two of the biggest losers we've like seen. 
They just know how to lose. <laughs> <laughs> they just know how to lose. And like CP3, like I love you, Russ. I love you, James. And and me and Tamon were talking about this earlier. It's more so what are you betting on? Like Harden choking or CP3 coming through in the playoffs? But like it's been rare. It's like the last time we really saw CP3 come through Spurs. in the playoffs was that that Spurs shot. Um, when he was. Beating Golden State, yeah, and then he just got hurt. Oh, he got hurt. So that's not really. But he didn't finish the job, yeah. though. Is what I'm I mean, saying. Never mind. We're not doing this. He got hurt, but like, that's we're what not saying. doing this. Um, clips out. Finish it. Is there anything that I miss? And then just do. How, how we Den- feeling about Den- Denver, Utah? Denver, and Utah. Yeah, who? That's a closeout oh, yeah, game. I'm and I'm interested that's... in that because honestly, with all the trolling that's been going on in the bubble, initially I was like, yo, and I I was saying I want to play Denver. And the reason why I would prefer to play Denver because with all the trolling going on, I don't need Paul George stepping on a court with Joe Ingles right now. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I don't. Bro, do you know how great I that don't. would be? Hey. The moment he has one He's bad game. Well right now. Hey. Hey. But I think, I mean, that series is great. You're trying to protect Paul George is great. I am. <laughs> I'm trying to keep his head right until L.A. Because with what he's been getting right now, if he plays Joe Ingles, bro, like the internet is going to kill him. I mean, especially if he has, like, he had to, he has to destroy Joe in the he first game. He has to, it, yeah. He has to. Otherwise, it's gonna get bad quickly. And mind you, like, Utah, the thing is, Utah is so good of a team. We're not going to sweep them if we were to see them. Oh, no. We wouldn't sweep them. I don't think sweep either one of them. Exactly. At least if we we lose the game to Denver, okay, that's one thing, but like... There's no ammunition at the <laughs> No fire. It's like, ah, uh, here we go again. Like, <laughs> I'm no, cool with it. It's no Joe Ingles. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I think with tonight with Denver, you get a matchup with Donovan Mitchell, Jamal Murray, like two guys that are going to be, I think, top guards in this league five to seven years to come. Um, and I think, what is it? Utah's up 3-2, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think Utah's closing it out tonight. I think they close it out tonight, yeah. I don't like, think Denver Denver's, you can tell Denver's really missing Gary Harris and Will Barton. But he's playing tonight. Gary is Harris it? is playing this tonight. His first time is in the bubble playing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have no faith in it, then. Yeah, this is his yeah. first time playing basketball in yeah. Two months. I have no faith he's gonna make yeah. an impact. So yeah, he's. I don't care. They're losing in six. So Utah tonight in six. I got Denver. Yeah. I'm like, I got you, you, you still got Denver, Denver coming back. Yeah, Denver Jamal Murray could go crazy again. I mean, I'm not even. Even if Jamal, I, know could. I think Jamal Murray could very well could get 30, 30 something points. Yeah, um, good. I'm looking at it where this is one of those series that just got that back and forth to yeah. it. Yeah, it just got that energy to it where I feel like man. They were in a game. They were in two game sevens last year. Yeah, they just. It seems like one of those teams that just can battle back. I think Mike Malone gonna be in these guys' ear. You know, he's gonna know what to say to them to kind of keep them relaxed and go out there and handle business. I, I think that's where I'm leaning on more. So, Utah, as good as Utah is, Mike Conley's playing good basketball right now. Um, I just don't think they're gonna do it today. I just don't. I don't. I, so I think we're going seven. That seven is. I'll save that for when we pod again. But will we pop before that? We would pop. Nah, the seven would happen before we come back. Yeah. So seven happened before Wednesday. Yeah. Oh, we're coming back Wednesday. Okay. Okay. Well, no, they're playing tonight, so they would play. They would play Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah, they would oh, play Tuesday. Shoot. Never mind. Um. <laughs> yeah. If you How say you feeling? Going seven. You really want you want to say it? I got sticking with seven, it. Seven, man. All right. Denver in seven. I got one and two in the one. But um, that's that on that. Any shout outs? Shout out Team Richmond 17, you select. 3-1 oh on the weekend. Gosh. Proud of you guys, man. Got to keep it going, though. Get man, better. Plugging his team. Shout out Chadwick. Facts. Facts. R.I.P. 
R.I.P. For those who do not, you know. Um, but shout out to and prayers to the family of Chadwick Boseman, um, Cliff Robinson, um, Luke Olson. Um, prayers out for Jacob Blake as well. Exactly. Um, we in a basketball podcast. Yo, it's amazing. That man did five, six, we talking five. About, we talking about movies? Yeah. Like how many movies did? We talking Marvel ten. movies or movies in ten. general? He did ten over, over the course of him having ten. Ten movies. Wow. It was ten. I I thought I had saw something. It was like I haven't looked. Ten, I haven't like looked maybe like ten like movies in like four years. It was it was a crazy that's, stretch though. That's crazy, bro. That's amazing. That's crazy. That's excellence. I aspire for that excellence. So, um, never said a word too. Never said a word. I didn't know. I I couldn't Nobody tell. Knew. No, people were talking reckless about him, saying like he looked sick. And oh yeah, he was on, I think I saw like, that. But saying like, stuff like that, but I. Nobody knew. Like, yeah. Man. So, prayers to his family. Thank you, Chadwick. Thank you, Chadwick Boseman, for what you provided for our community. Um. And just being a man of excellence, we appreciate it. We need to see stuff like that. And for those who are watching this podcast, for those who are seeing this, it's y'all turn. It's our turn to provide that level of excellence to whatever we bring to the table. Whether you're an artist, whether you're a painter, um, whether you write, whether you just work in a job and you're just doing something for your community, be that excellence. I think that's what Kobe, that's what Chadwick, that's what... All of these people who have gone on that have been excellent have provided for us. And that's an example. And um, yeah, that's it. Let's go home. We good? Yeah. We appreciate y'all, man. We appreciate y'all for sticking with us, being on the show with us. As always, as always, hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, comment, share with another hoop head. Join the conversation. We love talking hoops with y'all. We appreciate every time someone shares. We appreciate every time someone comments under the videos, man. That's big to us. Um, y'all can put our rating on like Apple Podcasts or Spotify. That's cool too. Um, yeah. Um, we're gonna try to be back Wednesday. We'll try to be back Wednesday. So this this pod will come out. I'll, we'll make it happen, Keith. Keith don't believe in me. Keith don't. Keith don't believe in me. <laughs> Keith don't believe in me. But we'll make it happen. We'll definitely make it happen. And um, yes, yes, yes. As always, eat, sleep, breathe the game. We love you. Be safe. We out. Nets and four, bro. <laughs> <laughs>